Welcome to PowerPlay. I'm Sam DeLev, but in Port Ruby, I'm Dr. Caden D'Alto. What you are about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you'd like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash qtimes, q-u-e-u-e-t-i-m-e-s, or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Hello, and welcome to PowerPlay. Uh, I'm Rick Budd, your Game Master, and uh, these four, count them four this time, uh, lovely people you see in front of you are uh, Caitlin Brewer, our Benny Beckett, uh, B. Zelda, our Ulez Galley, Sam DeLev, our Cadrax Eversinger, and say welcome back to the incredible, amazing, we love him so much, Omar Najam, our Vion Vigor. We missed you, Omar. I missed you too. Let me unmute really quick. <laughs> I missed you all. Uh, but also, y'all are doing perfectly fine. You don't need me. How did no, last we, week's episode end? <laughs> um, don't you don't want to know? Uh, okay. But um, yeah, no, we need you, and we are super happy to have you back. Um, and uh, okay, so I want to throw special thanks out to Jake and Lauren and the mods and everybody at Q Times. Um, we love you all. Also, thank you for doing what you do. So you, we got this awesome little platform here to to do what we do. Um, and you know, and all the other cool shows on here. Check out other Q Time stuff; it's great. Um, and uh, uh, your subs and your pit, your your you know how to talk. I promise. Your subs and your bits help support Q Times, and your donations to the tip jar help support this show. And the people you see on the screen is our feed the cast fund. Um, and uh, to uh, to that end tonight, we have some rewards. Uh, here's how they work as usual. Um, if we get to $50 tonight, the team gets a point of community determination. Uh, I believe they have one point of community determination right now, and that is all the determination that there is on the board at the moment. So determination going at the Going at a premium, they could probably use that. Um, if we get to $150, the Mysterious Benefactor, as you know, um, in-game, our team has a Mysterious Benefactor who sends them gifts that are occasionally useful and occasionally they remember they have, like last week when they used one of them to terrific uh, end. Um, and uh, um, we know that in real life, that Mysterious Benefactor is you, the chat. And um, this week, uh, you can provide the team uh, with a single-use holographic disguise generator. Now, this like functions like the images power. We've seen Vion do stuff like this before. Um, but this one, uh, it uh, does not require Vion, um, so it can be used by someone who is not Vion when Vion is not around, or it doesn't require Vion to waste a spell slot on it. And unlike Ulez's gadgets, it won't expire after one chapter. So uh, should any need for this come up, a single-use holographic disguise generator that functions exactly like the image's power. Yes, Sam, you can look just like Sam. Um, you, you, you use the holographic disguise generator to look like yourself, and that confuses the enemy. Um, see, they're thinking about it. Um, so if we get to $250, uh, the after-credits lore drop, a revealing glimpse of some important but previously unseen part of our story or universe. And uh, yeah, um, a, Y'all have been incredibly generous with us, uh, you know, throughout all the seasons, and we are super grateful for that. Um, you can always see these tiers in chat with the command unlocks. And uh, if you can't support us by donating, you can help us by like liking and commenting on our YouTube videos or sharing tweets and helping us promote the show or, you know, you know, we always appreciate fan art and, you know, fan fiction or whatever else y'all do that, that, that we, we love that stuff. Um, uh, and uh, right now, 
Right now, you can get Power Play merchandise. Um, there are T-shirts and stickers with uh, Caitlin's um, amazing character art on it and our, our logo there done by our, our good friend Hector Lowe. Um, you can get both the original and uh, the updated character versions by Caitlin. Um, they are, for now, at the Q Times Teespring store. They will probably not be there for very long, though, because you know, they, 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 the Teespring store is getting involved in an NFT thing, and... You're not super excited about that. If y'all want to get scammed, you will have to find some other show to scam you. Um, so we will be looking for a new place for that merchandise. Uh, but for now, if you want something, that's, it, it's still there, and, and Jake will give you that link. Um, the game we play here is called Icons. It is published by Ad Infinitum Adventures. It was created by a brilliant guy named Steve Kenson. The book edition that I have is published by Green Ronin. Um, I don't know if they're still sold out. They were for a really long time. They might have more. Check. If not, you can get like a PDF. Or I think sometimes there's a print-to-PDF version from Ad Infinitum directly. Um, you can follow the show at PowerPlayRPG on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, PowerPlay is now available as a podcast for the podcast Inclined. You can find that wherever fine pods are casted. Um, and uh, I want to drop a, 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 um, a plug for the uh, PowerPlay Discord tonight, where uh, you will find um, Omar Najam's first installment of the Port Ruby Poetry Review, um, where uh, Omar um, sends up our, uh, our um, fictional little metropolis in just high poetic fashion. Omar's a really good poet, y'all. It's like, uh, it, it's, it's, it's kind of intimidating because we said that we would all kind of chip in here. So now I don't know. I don't know if I want to have to follow that, but I, I guess we're going to have to. So yeah, go Jake, we'll put a, a link for the discord, uh, check out Omar's poem. It's fantastic. Um, and that's the announcement time for power play. And we're back. I still love that song. Uh, so, previously on Powerplay. While working at the clinic, Kadrax encountered a man who had been brutally sliced up by an unknown assailant. Uh, the man asked Kadrax to, quote, stop them because, quote, they'll kill them all. He then managed to squeeze out the word golden before he died, despite Kadrax's best medical efforts. Um, meanwhile, a man named Marcus Eaglesmith hired Ulez to find his runaway daughter, Dawn. According to Marcus, Dawn has uh, destructive electrical powers uh, that she has trouble dealing with, and apparently uh, found the idea of a person made of lava uh, finding a way to be heroic as something of an inspiration. Uh, so she came to Port Ruby to find the lava lady, um, but hasn't been heard from since. The team tracked the man who came to Cadrax's clinic, uh, whose name turned out to be Hector Peralta. Uh, and they tracked him to a condemned retirement community in the East Point neighborhood of Baronsdale called Golden Gardens. Uh, but before they could really accomplish much, Cadrax uh, was instantly killed by a massive energy blast. Benny uh, had her powers nullified, and Ulez was bound up with roots that cracked right through the pavement and grabbed them. 
there were three shadowy figures surrounding them, and that is where we left off. But before we find out what happens there, we're going to check in with Vion Vigor uh, and find out where he was last week. Uh, Vion, where were you uh, and what were you up to in the nine days or so since the fight with the Knights of the Red? Um, Following the finale of uh, last season, this is speaking out of game for Vion, what, like 10 days ago, I guess? Um, yeah, yeah, some nine or 10 days ago, yeah. The fight on the rooftop took kind of everything from him. Um. There were, if you all remember, there were some tough decisions that were made uh, and instantly regretted and not made um, that the man had to go off and uh, sort of deal with uh, and think about and meditate on. And uh, so what he did is he took the book that he got from Pete um, and uh, just went off to the lake house um, that we, we all stayed at for that one shot. And I would- At Lake Forset. Yeah, at Lake Forset. And uh, he did possibly a little bit of camping, a little bit of indoors. He's not the most, he's not a very outdoorsy man. Um, but a lot of sitting in the quiet, no cell phone reception, just taking in the surroundings and kind of reflecting on where he was months before when he talked to Cadrax and where he is now. And he just sat with his thoughts. Um, for a couple days, just nothing but that. Just sat with his thoughts and just sat as like the water of the lake kind of lapped up against the pebbly beach and came to some conclusions, uh, put some concerns to bed. And once he felt ready, um, he went into the woods, checked on that tree, B. Um, beetle's gone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Total success. And then um, uh, made his way back to the city. So... You, you read the library book that Pete gave you. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we start there and find out what Vion learned uh, from the book about Virgil Oh, great. Wheeler. That would be fantastic. Um, I'm going to say there was a chapter on him. Obviously, I'm not going to read an entire chapter's worth of material here, but I'm going I'm to sort of summarize. Um, okay. Virgil Wheeler was born in 1838 in Tennessee. His parents, Bass and Minnie, uh, were enslaved by a powerful judge named Harrison Wheeler. And when the Civil War broke out, Harrison's son Blake went to fight for the South and took Virgil with him. And when Blake Wheeler was killed in battle, Virgil escaped. And for the next few years, uh, he lived amongst various indigenous tribes. And it was during this period that he learned to shoot and fight and read. And in 1865, the 13th Amendment emancipated the enslaved population. And after that, Virgil found work as a bounty hunter and quickly developed a reputation for being amongst the toughest and most effective men in his profession. In 1868, he chased a particularly dangerous fugitive using the name Nathan Maines to the California town of Grave Glen, only to discover that the town sheriff, Gavin Boyle, was Maines' father. Boyle and Maines set an ambush for Wheeler but he outfought them. Maines was captured and Boyle was killed in the shootout. The citizens of Grave Glen were extremely grateful. Apparently, Sheriff Boyle had used his power to act as something of a town dictator. The people expressed their gratitude by offering Virgil the position of sheriff. Virgil Wheeler 
served as sheriff of Glade Glen until at least September of 1871, after which no more is recorded of him. Um, now, just so y'all have that information, I am going to, uh, for my players, I am going to drop that into uh, the Discord, uh, What exactly what I just read, and there you go. Now, note-taker noises. Yeah, make that a little bit easier on you, because I know there was a lot in there. Um, and that is basically a summary of what you read. Um, on the evening of Friday, August 27th, 2021, you get back to Port Ruby. Um, it takes you a while to find a parking spot on a Friday night in Yard Hill, uh, but you manage it. Um, and when you get back to the building, you find Sandy Carpa, uh, played by Cheech Marin, sitting on the front steps with like a big pad in his lap. And uh, he's like, uh, Dion, I didn't know you were getting back tonight. Uh, how was your trip? Uh, it was great. Uh, much needed. And uh, uh, I got to say, Sandy, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot better, man. Thank you for asking. Where did you, you go? Uh, I, I just got out of town for a little bit. Uh, just went up to like a lake house that uh, we were at before. You do any fishing? No, no, I'm not good at fish. I, I can catch them, but after that, I don't know what to do. And uh, I'd feel bad for fish getting hooks in their mouths just for my amusement, you know? So, huh. no, nah, I just, I watched some fish go by and that was good enough for me. Huh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. No, I, I was never much of a fisherman myself. Uh, I tried when I was a kid, but I could never collect yeah. the hang of it. Um, hey, what do you think of this? And uh, he shows you what he's working on, and it is a bust of Ulez drawn with, like, these bright, nearly fluorescent chalks. That is fa- your use of color. I don't know if I've ever had a chance to tell you this, but just something else. Like, uh, 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 like Degas, I think, is probably the closest comparison I can think of. Wow. Uh, that's de- great. Uh, <laughs> no. Thank, thank you. Uh, it, it's a birthday present, shh, shh, shh. Um, which incidentally reminds me. Uh, yeah. When is Ulez's birthday? Uh, that is a great question. I'm going to go ahead and say whenever they wish uh, would kind of be my instinct. Um, so I can mm. check with them. Uh, Real just, subtle, like, see if you can, you know, figure it out without, you know, calling any attention to anything. I'm very good at that. <laughs> yeah, I will 100%. In fact, we'll slow roll this between you and me. Uh, it'll take weeks. We'll, we'll just like plant this information and finally we'll be able to figure it out. And just like on a Friday, we'll be like, so when do you want your birthday to be? I like it. I like it. Um, all right. Keep me posted. Thanks, Vion. Great. And I'll head upstairs. Yeah. And uh, when you get there, uh, you let yourself in. Uh, Ulez isn't home, which isn't unusual as they have been working at the detective agency quite a bit lately. Um, but Lori the Lorgen is sleeping on the couch. Um, he is curled around the remote control and the TV is on. So you see uh, the PR1 news cycle. And it is the same PR1 news uh, that I read at the beginning of last episode. So um, you see Preston Conway announce his candidacy for mayor. Uh, you see the quick clip of uh, Fiery Benny fighting with Shrillick. And Vion. You know her well enough to see that she has murder in her eyes. And while you are thinking about that, yeah, we cut across town to Golden Gardens. 
when we last left off, Kadrax was dead. Benny was nullified, and Ulez was bound up in roots. You could see three figures surrounding you uh, from the shadows. One steps into view, a tall, uh, thin woman in a long black trench coat. If I had to cast her, I would say she is played by Zendaya. And uh, she says, don't even try to move. That blast that took out your friend there, that was me. And there's plenty more where that came from. And she kind of holds up her hands in like a threatening manner. So I'm going to ask questions and you're going to answer them. And if I don't like what I hear, I think you get the picture. You should consider yourself lucky that I do not have a mouth to move when I speak. Therefore, I can answer your questions accordingly. And, and, and she kind of makes like a weird love face, like, you know, confused face. But uh, then uh, it's, okay, who are you? Cluster? End? Uh, who? Big no, big no. Then who are you? Uh, uh, I'm Benny. Scally? Oh, yes. <laughs> no, no. Now, what are your names? Who sent you? What are you doing here? A, um, well, there was a individual who went to a, a hospital for assistance, and with his dying words, he said, Golden, and we inferred some information, we did some investigating, because why? I am an investigator, and it has led us here. We are simply following the clues of a dead person. He said that what? people needed help, and so what here individual? we are. Um, bear with me while I look back at my databases internally. His name is Hector. <laughs> and, and when you say that, her face kind of changes. Hector? Yeah, do you know him? Hector Peralta? She kind of... Hey! And, 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 and she calls out and she's quickly joined by a lanky kind of teenage boy in jeans and a white t-shirt. If I had to cast him, I would, I would pick, say, Noah Schnapp from Stranger Things. And uh, um, a goth girl kind of in a leather jacket and skirt. Uh, I'm going to cast her with Olivia Rodrigo from High School Musical, the musical, the series, which is apparently the title of the thing. Um, and um, they both step very cautiously out of the shadows. And while you watch, the three of them huddle and you, you can hear some discussion in kind of hushed whispers. And uh, you, you think you catch the goth girl say that she believes you. And then you think maybe the boy says something about needing to be sure. Uh, and finally, they turn back to you and the woman in the black coat says, okay, we're going to get this sorted out. And she turns to the boy and she's like, Lyman, do your thing. And his eyes glow bright green do me a favor, Ulez, Benny, roll awareness. Roll awareness? Ask oh. first, we would help you. Yeah. Uh, you need to go yes. digging around in people's brains. You, you did not have to. Um, no, no, just roll awareness. This is all 11. happening like, within a second. Yeah, 11. 11? Uh, 8. You both fall asleep. Oh. Benny? This is nothing for you. Ulez, this is kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> your systems kind of go into some sort of, yeah, cycle weird or, holding yeah. cycle or something.
It is the early morning of Saturday, August 28th. Vian, you can see from the clock on the television that it's about 1 a.m. You have unpacked. You have fed Lori the Lorgen. You have watered the plants. And the place is very quiet. Um, Ulez isn't home. Like I said, it's not unusual for them to work late. It is more unusual for them to not come back at all. What do you want to do? Um, I mean, with any roommate situation, it's polite to let your, uh, you know, your living partner know that you are back in occupying space um, to set expectations. So I'm going to go ahead and text Ulez. Uh, hey, Ulez, just a heads up. Uh, I'm back from out of town. Uh, hope everything's going well. And I'll just send that. And then um, while I wait, uh, I'm going to like probably for the next like half hour, if that sounds about right, I would start putting up like clues and stuff about like the red mist. And um, while I play mandolin, you know how like Sherlock does that with the violin? Uh, yes. Same same fretboard, same fretboard. He's not better than I am. Uh, and <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm just kind of going around like. You've got more playing. strings. So you may, may, yeah, you definitely have the upper. Count them, Sherlock. Count them. <laughs> you take that to your Baker Street pocket. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and, and I guess muse on the mystery until I haven't heard back for a certain amount of time. And then I'm going to start getting concerned. Okay. Um, can I just say, like, Ulez has never, if we have read receipts turned on, Ulez yeah. has never not read a message, like, as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, if memory serves, I think I integrated my phone into my body. So, like, they have no choice but to, like, read it because, like, you know, they want to know what's up. They don't understand the yeah. social nuances of, like, not answering a message right away. That is my okay. hell, but that's, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> your phone is integrated into your body, right. Okay, okay. Um, so, let's say, mm-hmm. Ulez... You are out cold when that text alert causes you to kind of start to stir. Your eyes open. You are laying on your back. Your hands and feet are bound. Um, do me a favor. Make an investigation roll. Yay. Uh, I have rolled two ones with this dice so far. Um your bad dice. Seven, eight, nine, nine. <laughs> nine. Um, you look around and real quickly you see you are in a wide, mostly empty room with a low ceiling. There are a few small windows high up on the wall. Dank smell in the air. All the way opposite you, you see a stairway uh, leading up to a door and you kind of realize real fast you're in a basement. Um, and you can see Cadrax's body laying to one side of you, oh. Benny's body to the other. Benny is bound like you are. Cadrax is not. Um, and you see, you internally sense the text message that Vion sent. Oh, uh, um, oh no. Uh, we are alone. Cadrax has perished. Benny is no longer awake. And this is a Message? Oh, Eon has returned. Uh, hmm. We're gonna send back, um, 
Oh gosh. Do we have like a, a general SOS message that we all know? Or is it just like SOS? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not really a team of subtext. We are not. <laughs> Save our subtext, SOS. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Help, please. Also, I feel like we would also probably yeah. work. <laughs> we don't pay you enough, Sam. <laughs> Uh, help us pay Sam enough and unlock the first tier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you receive SOS. Um, allies are in danger. Uh, Cadrax has perished. Uh, I. <laughs> um, I the second I see that because uh, I hear my phone like buzz on the table, and I like walk over and I see it. I quickly put down my mandolin and I phase, I jump out the window and I cast flight and teleportation on myself at the same time at both power levels. Not knowing like it's, it's just like my brain is panicking. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm just like, I gotta go. So I cast flight and then I blip and then I, I bamf to another spot and I go, wait, hold, I can do one of these <laughs> and I'm just going to keep flying. And then I'm going to realize I don't know where I'm going. So I'm going to text back. Wait, where are you? Uh, I'll ping back GPS coordinates while I start to kind of like roll my little body around on the floor towards my allies. All right, Vian, you get those coordinates. Uh, Jake, can we put up the Baronsdale map? Um, and uh, those coordinates, you know, let's let's say you're able to just pop them in your your, uh -huh. your phone and uh, they identify a spot in uh, the East Point neighborhood of Baronsdale that is uh, all the way there in the, the uh, northeast part of Baronsdale, right near the vault. Perfect. Uh, oh, it looks like we have unlocked the first tier. Thank you so much, everybody. Oh, good. We can pay Sam. We can finally pay Sam for the first <laughs> time in this show's history. Right. Thank you for donating to the Feed the Cast Fund. Now, Cast is getting to be fed. <laughs> yeah. we, we, will, we will feed them first thing after the show. We promise. Thank you um, very much, Chad. We're being fed with Sam, Sam jokes. Oh, <laughs> so nourishing. Oh, God. Um, so yeah, so that is, uh, the source, uh, oh, wait, okay, I am now being told we have unlocked the second tier? Wait, what? <laughs> is that right? Is that right? Uh, wait, now most yes, of us can yes, eat. Yes, you have. Yeah, what? we have. Oh my god. Thank you so much, everybody. Wow. Uh, so yeah, that gets you your holographic disguise generator. Um, uh, we're going to say it is basically like it is a kind of small little thing that you like clip onto yourself somewhere, you know, like, like, a, like the cap of a pen. It's very tiny. Um, and uh, Vion, um, we'll, we'll just say you, you know, you found it at the apartment when you got back. So you, you are in full possession of that now. Um, yeah, is it thank you, you so me? much. Or is it um, an ongoing? Uh, it, it is a single use, yes. Okay. Um, but uh, but requires no magic, and you know it is not limited in time like the way Ulez's gadgets are. So, um, so you are flying your way over uh, to East Point. Is that right? Yep. One hundred percent. As I'm phased. Um, while Vion is flying over, uh, Ulez, what are you doing? Uh, rolling around like like a little barrel roll to get over to probably Benny first. Okay. Uh, Do I need a coordination to roll? There is part of me that wants to just give it to you, but um, there is part of me that thinks no, you need a coordination roll. So <laughs> give me a coordination. Roll. I enjoy this. Thank you. Uh, this is better. Uh, nine. 
Okay, yeah, this is Benny's right next to you, and 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 there's no significant obstacles, so that is fine. Um, and uh, yeah, you 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 get right up, you know, against Benny. Benny, Benny, and like shoulder bumping. Um, this is not an area of expertise for poor little Ula's um, <laughs> human sleep cycles. <laughs> Bizarre. You wake up prone. Why? Uh, so they're going to kind of shoulder bump you until they can get some awareness out of you. Do they rouse me? Um, what's your awareness, Benny? It five. Is five. Benny. Benny. Ah. Y- your, your head is a little foggy, but you start to hear the voice of Ulez Galley cutting through the fog. Five more minutes. Me, so I- we must... We must be awake. No more of this cycle of sleep. Wake oh my god. Up. It's cold. Where? Wait. She oh. starts to like <laughs> waking up on concrete floor. Not pleasant, I'm sure. Yeah, you <laughs> You see all the same stuff Ula saw. Oh, good. Are you are you undamaged? Um, she just kind of like wiggles around. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm good. Okay, wait. Is still dead, but we have been put here. We are in a basement, and I have contacted Vion. Uh, Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Uh, Do we like want to get their attention? Because like clearly they want something. I don't. They never decided what it was, so I don't know. Can I? I can. Can I pull my hands away from my body at all? Yeah, I feel like your hands are just bound, you know, like in front of you. Can I try to start my hands on fire? Uh, yeah, you absolutely can. Do they? Um, or am I still nullified? I mean, that's just automatic for you, right? Yeah. Uh, if, if it happens, mm-hmm. um, no, your 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 fire starts to burn, okay. and uh, yes. the ropes start to burn with them. Oh, yes. Okay. Awesome. And, awesome. Uh, you crank up the heat there, and uh, I'll say within a few minutes, those ropes are gone. Yeah, I'll get my hands up. I'll turn off, untie myself, untie Ula's. Oh, we okay. thank you. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, should I? I I could grab all of us, and we can teleport out of here. What? We don't know what they wanted. What did, like, are they who are supposed to help, or are they who are supposed to get? Because either way... They have murdered. They cannot be good. I mean, maybe they, they said they thought we were cluster or end. I mean. Does that justify unquestionable murder? No, I'm still actually very upset that they did that, but they might need help. Is what I'm saying. How do we determine this? Probably have to talk to them, unfortunately. Do we scream? At this moment, in a lot of films I've witnessed, when the captured try to alert their assailants, they raise their voices. That's true. Um, I mean, since we're untied, I can go just, like, listen out the door or something? Oh, maybe? Yes. That okay. is rational. Okay. Do you have the time internally? Oh, yes. Uh, what time is it? Um, right now it is just a little bit after 1 a.m. Um, what was the last time we were aware that it was? Uh, how much time's passed? Um, I would say about uh, six hours and 45 minutes have oh, passed. Oh, okay. Jeez. Okay. Um, okay. 
just hang out with Cadrex for a second. Um, okay, I'll we go. will attempt to heal their wounds. Well, okay. we cannot bring them back, but okay, okay. Um, and I want to go. I want to go. You said there was a staircase. Yeah. I want to kind of just like very slowly walk up them and see what I can see. Give me a coordination roll. I am also rolling a lot of ones, so Seven? changing out that die. Seven? Awesome. Yeah, it's not great. Okay. Um, you, you walk up the stairs, and it's one of those stair- stairs where it's like, you know, it's really old, and like every step is like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my, my childhood home. <laughs> you know, and it's like you try, like, you know, walking to the left, and it's still squeaky, and you start walking so to the right, can't. and it's creaky, and up the middle, it's creaky. It doesn't really matter. Well, I um, want their attention anyway, so I just keep moving. Uh, and uh, you get to the top of the stairs, and... Hello? Um, like <laughs> you, you say hello? Yeah. Um, there's a door at the top of the stairs. Opening, oh, okay. trying to open the door. I just, I'll knock on it, like, just kind of like a, hello? I don't want to scare you or anything. Um, and, but I'm awake, and we kind of want to know what's going on, if that's okay. She just listens. <laughs> Yeah, and you you don't hear anything from the other side. Um, and uh, while you're listening to the other side, Vion, you are flying into East Point, um, and you fly towards the coordinates, and you see that they seem to be coming uh, from, um, say, the far west side of this big, giant, kind of enclosed community that's got, like, a huge you know, brick wall around it. Uh, that's, you know, you know, a couple of, you know, square mile, you know, wide, like a big, huge area that is kind of fenced in or, or walled in. Um, and, uh, it's got a lot of houses and streets, you know, it sort of looks like a little closed community, uh, from, from the air. Um, and, uh, you land, what do you want to do? Yeah, I'll land and then um I'm gonna call Ulez. Okay, you land um you know, I will say out in the streets or something. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. You 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 know, as you get closer you can sort of see that this is coming from uh, a house is 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 where the coordinates lead to. One of the houses in this this uh this uh community and um so you land, you know, 50 feet back from the house behind some bushes sure. or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, you call Ulez. Ulez, you are in the basement um, working on Cadrax's wounds. Um, uh, you know it takes Cadrax eight hours to wake up. It has been six hours and 45 minutes or so um, when you get a call from Vion. Oh, uh, our readings. This says Ulez. Hey, Ulez. Uh, it's Vion. Uh, so I'm looking right at a house. Can you describe where you think you are within the house? A uh, specific uh, room? Any furniture you see? Uh, no furniture, and there is a basement. Uh, we are in a basement surrounded by concrete uh, with one exit of stairs in which Penny has traveled upwards. Okay, got it. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> hmm. It's going to be risky for me to teleport myself in because I don't know exactly where I'm going. Uh, All right. 
perhaps I'm walking s- through the front door. We are trying to contact our assailants. Okay. Um, uh, it has come to our understanding that we have been unconscious, myself included, for well, nearly seven hours. Okay, so real quick questions. Let's go in order of uh, importance here in terms of who I'm chatting with. Are you okay? Oh, yes, we are well. We okay, great. slept. There was a time of nothingness. It was oh. bizarre. We dreamt you texted us, and then it was a reality. That's incredible. Manifest your truth, you know. Um, great. How's the doc doing? Ah, uh, dead. Okay. We are going to cover <laughs> uh, up their wounds, though. That way they okay. look a little better. That sounds great. Okay, real quick, Ulez, when you say dead, do you mean like how the doc sometimes dies and comes back? Oh, correct. It looks terribly oh painful. God. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. I'll, I'm def, I'll buy, uh, Cadrex something. Okay, um, and then Benny, how's Benny doing? Um, they have exited the, uh, the basement, so we believe they are well. They have not described any kind of pain or any damage that they have received. They are investigating currently. Okay, great. In that case, um, uh, you know what? Let me hit you up on the other line. I'm gonna hang up, and then Rick, I'm going to cast telepathy. Give me a telepathy roll, Vion. All right, so this is eight plus roll. Uh, Okay, that is going to come out to a 10 to turn it on. Read my to transmit your thoughts to others. Um, Yeah, that'll definitely... uh, And these are all, we've all... Yeah, that'll definitely turn that on um, at a nine. Uh, And and you, you, oh, I'm sorry, wait, you did that with big magic, little magic? I'm doing this with big magic right now. Okay. Um, yeah, no test because I assume Benny is not an unwilling subject. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're doing. You're trying We're to make an SOS mode. I, and and what, the thing is, we can link, I can link multiple people telepathically. So I'll reach out to um, Ulez, of course, and I go, hey, Ulez, sorry about that. I reach out to Benny. Uh, hey, Benny, you're on the line. And I'm going to try to reach oh, out hey. to Cadrax. I, I don't know if it'll work. The I'll line is dead. Oh, God. <laughs> oh dear. Too, too soon? Uh. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> sorry, Sam. Give us an hour and 15. Um, <laughs> okay, great. Okay, everyone. Uh, and like, I, all right, Patchen, Benny, where are you? And now I'm booking it. Like, it is like, like, Vion's face is just like shaded, racing at the door. Uh, is- old cross country seals coming in. Um, telepathy, can I respond? I respond in my own head or do I have to speak it out loud? Uh, you, uh, you can respond right in your head. You don't have okay. to say yeah. it out loud. I keep it inside my head. Uh, yeah. and then I'm just gonna be like, um, I'm good. I'm trying to get their attention. I don't know. Vian, they seem scared, which I mean, I guess would make them maybe more dangerous, but also I think maybe they're running from something. So just careful. And also, I don't know if this is entirely a hostile situation yet. So. Welcome back, by the way. Hi. Thanks. Uh, thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's all keep each other updated. As I hear that, like, I am booking it to the door, Rick. Okay. And the second that you say that, um, Benny, I'm going to, like, as I approach the door, I, like, slow down and stop, and I consciously take a breath. And everything that was, like, all, like, the, the emotions I had about my friends in danger, I just pack it down and put something over it and go, okay, they're all so scared. Okay. And I'm just going to mosey through the door if I can. Okay. You... I'd like to go through the door down here too, if that's... 
Well, this is all kind of happening very. Yeah, that's, you know, yes, that's what I'm saying. I figure one scene at a time, obviously, but I would like to. Know so, uh, uh, by the way, Jake, I think we can lose the map at this point. Um, He's gone. He got it. He got it. He went so heady. Oh, it's out. Great. Oh, wow. That was amazing. Uh, see, I, We're all I telepathically connected. Don't worry about it. You're yeah, welcome, yeah, both of you. Yeah. Um, so, Vion, you go flying in the front door. You said you mm. mosey, but you I, also I said you were through. running. You stepped through. I, I okay. stopped, calmed myself, took a second. Step through. You step through the front door. Yeah. And the first thing you see in front of you, uh, you are in a living room. Um, for an abandoned house, it is a little bit nicer than you might have expected. The There's furniture, although it kind of looks like it was maybe uh, gathered, you know, from, from garbage or, or stuff people were throwing out. Uh, do me a favor. Make an investigation roll. Gladly. Okay. That's going to be six. Plus one, because investigation. I should bump that up <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Seems appropriate. Hey, you know, you do what you want with your changes, man. Um, <laughs> nine. Nine. Okay. Um, nine. You see cots and sleeping bags, like, on the floor. Okay. Um, and the windows are all kind of covered with dark sheets. Okay. Um, and uh, you hear... Voices coming from around a corner that's very close by. Mm -hmm. Like how close by? Few feet away. Like, you know, you are in a room, there's an adjacent room, and, you know, it, it doesn't even have a door. It kind of looks like, uh, what did you roll? You got a nine? Nine. It looks like maybe this is like, you know, Around this corner is a hallway or maybe, you know, a kitchen or some adjacent room, you know, that doesn't even, not even separated by another door. Okay. Uh, let's play this, let's play this smart and safe. Uh, I'm going to cast Little Magic. What are you going to cast? I am going to cast Images. What are you uh, casting? Oh, myself. Images. Um, ooh. Okay, give me a Little Magic roll. Eight plus roll is 11 to turn on. Is eleven to turn on? Oh, that'll definitely turn on little magic for sure. Um, and uh, images, um, I think, just automatically. Yeah, it just automatically works unless the person has reason to suspect it's not real. Yeah. Um, so you cast an, an illusion of yourself. Yep. What does it do? Strolls over uh, towards the opening of that room. Okay, and as soon as it walks around the corner, you hear someone be, you know, go, hey, freeze, freeze, someone here. And like, you, you hear like a bunch of people kind of like scuffle, you know, like, uh, and uh, Benny, you can hear all this going on from the other side of the door. She goes, oh shit. <laughs> uh, like right outside the door or like distantly? Um, it sounds like it's pretty close. Oh, and they didn't hear me knocking, man. Okay, well. Yeah, just so you know, Benny, uh, there's two of me. One of me is not real. Good to know. Um, they're pretty powerful, so be careful. Uh, are they getting? Is the voices getting closer to me? No. Uh, she's gonna knock a little louder and be like, "Um, hold on, please don't freak out." And uh, seem to possibly be ignoring you. Oh, she'll open the door. <laughs> Door's locked. I can. I don't want to break your door because I will, and I can very easily. And I would like to not damage your property. Give me a power roll. <laughs> oh, God. 
We don't know yet what their deal is. I don't want to... Oh, that was a really bad roll. That's seven. It's <laughs> um, a one on the die. And, uh, you, you know, you, you, you hear, you know, you, you, you hear a voice from the other side of the door. It's like a, a guy's voice. And he's just like, uh, you know, he's like, don't break the door, you know, but he doesn't seem to be coming over. Okay, well, can you at least either come talk to me or open it? Fion, you, you hear all this going on, um, and, uh, you know... He's a friend. You, He's a friend. He didn't want to scare you. You hear someone, you, yeah, you both hear someone like, He's not falling asleep. It's not working. Yes, come talk to me, please. I can explain things. I'm trying to help, and I don't want to break your door, especially since you've asked me not to. Give me another willpower roll. Oh, God. Just like, yeah, mouth against the door. Oh, gosh. And while you're doing that, I'll say the image like pulls out because I can have it be anything. I pull out like a cup of coffee and I sip it just because that's what I'm hearing. That's a 12. Um, <laughs> a 12. And uh, now you hear uh, the lock fiddle on the door. I'll step um, back so I don't startle them. And, and, and uh, the door opens and you see that, you know, kind of young boy in the the. the jeans and the t-shirt that you sort of caught a glimpse of before the one who's uh, green, you know, glowing green eyes put you to sleep. And, uh, he's just sort of like, you know, he's like, hi, hi. We're not trying to scare you. I'm very sorry. He's, he startled you. He's a friend. Um, he was just worried about us. And then, um, you know, you, you look in and you see that you are sort of at the end of a hallway and at the far end of the hallway, you can see the tall girl in the black coat and the goth girl who are, 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 are sort of like surrounding what looks like Vion who's sipping a cup of coffee. And, and you know, the, 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 the tall girl's like holding her hands out and she was like, I don't move. I will blast you. And Benny will wave. She doesn't know if she doesn't, I don't know. If she percent knows if that's you or not, but she waves anyways. Um, you obviously kept us for a reason. Did you want to talk? Cause we can do that. I can introduce you. And, and, and the, the girl, the, the tall girl in the coat kind of looks like back and forth down the hallway. He's like, is he with you? Uh, yeah, he's a friend. Sorry, we didn't mean to scare you. Dion, what are you doing right now? <laughs> um, do I, okay, do I hear like the shuffling and yelling die down? I mean, only feet away, right? Yeah, there's there's kind of like a tension in the air right now. Everybody seems to have stopped moving as Benny is sort of, you know, making this plea. Okay, in that case, I am going to stroll over the real me. <laughs> and another one of you yep, comes the around the corner and you, you know, you you hear, you know, the 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 goth girl's just like, "Oh my god, they're twins." <laughs> Sorry, he does that. And, yeah, um, and then the other girl's like, "And they're dressed the same." <laughs> Oh, well, thank you very much. Um, uh, that'll do, and I'll I'll bring down my illusion. Um, and the illusion fades away, and and uh, the girl is just like uh, the tall girl in the coat is just like. <sighs> I think we all need to talk. Okay, that's what I've been asking for. Um, can we come up, or do you, would you rather come down? I don't I'll make you comfortable. What's you know. And she, she kind of walks over to you and, and stands in the doorway right next to you. And she, she looks down the stairs and sees Ulez next to Kadrax's body. And at that moment, although it has only been seven hours, Kadrax, your eyes 
open. And, and at, I think as you sit up and gasp for breath, the girl at the top of the stairs like screams, like just, just, just terrified. Shh, it's okay. Hold on. And Benny's like just to, to, to the girl, just shh, hold on. And Benny's gonna go back downstairs with um, Kedrex and, and Ulas. And I'll stay there. Hey, Ulas, what's happening? Um, we are in the basement of our assailants. We do not know if they are truly evil, and we are trying to determine that, but for now, we are not in a secure location, and we are potentially under fire. They're, um, we're trying to work out what's got them so freaked out. I think they're just scared. Glad to have you back, though. You're getting, you're getting quicker. What? Uh, yeah, we weren't expecting I'll you back for like another hour. I don't think. Yeah, bit, I'll help. A little shakily. And yeah, I'll, I'll offer a hand. Rotate around the room to the inside of the doorway so I can have eyes on Ula's, but also taking up a tactical position undercover from these people. <laughs> I think Benny's just kind of got like an arm out, like <laughs> defensive, but also stabilizing, not touching, but like. And. The three people sort of gather at the top of the stairs and then sort of slowly in disbelief, the girl in the long coat starts walking down the stairs and, and sort of, you know, looking at Tadrax, just eyes wide. And it's just like, I killed you. Yeah, that wasn't very cool, actually. Um, I was there at the time. <sighs> My name is Haley. Haley Mast. Uh, that's Lyman Greer. She points to the boy in the white shirt and the jeans who is now also trotting down the stairs. And behind him is the goth girl. And she points at the goth girl. She's like, that's Veronica Murillo. Uh, we went through your pockets and, and kind of found your IDs. And I, I think we made a mistake. Tried to tell you. Why would you start with murder first? What kind of humans are you? <sighs> I, I thought you were here to kill us. I, I swear it was self-defense. It was not. We did not attack first. We were not aggressive. Yeah, but somebody's been picking off our friends. And no one's got a good look at them. But we think there are three of them. So there were three of you and... I, I didn't want to wait until you killed you one of us. No further details, simply the number of our persons. <sighs> you cannot operate like this. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. And, and, and she turns to Kadrax and she's like, Thank God you're alive. I, I, I really thought I killed you. <sighs> you did. So, how are you? What were you planning to do with my body that you placed with my allies, my friends? Well, we do hadn't figured. Throw one in the river. Is this something you have done before? How many triples have come in to meet some unsavory end at your hands out of fear? 
Well, I mean, none, you know, that's why we got kind of so scared is that almost no one ever comes back in here except us. We live here. It's kind of like an under the radar spot for people with powers to get off the grid. There are like 35 of us. Some of us used to be prisoners at the glass tower. Others, just people who thought their powers meant they didn't fit in anywhere else. Most everybody's pretty young, relatively speaking, except Hector. Uh, this is his place. Uh, he's, he's kind of the mayor around here. Pulled a lot of us off the streets when we had nowhere else to go. Um, sorry, this is not, doesn't have anything to do with anything. Have you gotten anyone new recently? Uh, how recently? Yes. Like within the past few days, a young girl, electric powers. And she kind of like looks at you and kind of takes a step back and she's like, you know, Dawn. I don't, but I think she's looking for me. Mm hmm. And, 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 and. Haley and Lyman and Veronica all kind of look at each other, you know, very, you know, very quizzically. Um, and she's uh, here. Yeah, she's she's okay. upstairs in the back. Oh, geez. Okay, very, very much closer than expected. But at least she's not alone. Uh, okay. Might we meet in a more favorable location than this basement? Yeah, yeah, come, come, come with me. And uh, she leads you all up the stairs. And um, while, while she's taking you upstairs, she says, seven of us has vanished in the last three weeks. People who were just running errands or walking around, ordinary stuff like that. Hector keeps going out on patrol. He saw three figures moving around in the shadows. Uh but he didn't really get a good look at them. He said he might have been imagining it, but he wasn't sure. He kind of went out on patrol yesterday morning. He hasn't been back yet. Um, ah, so you did not also murder him? Murder Hector? No. And then she kind of freezes. Why would you say that? You have not told her. I think we tried, but they were kind of not in the space to hear it yet. Okay. Hear what? Uh, Hector found our doctor here. Right before huh? he died. And, and she kind of gasped, just... Wait. He, uh, Hector is dead? I'm really what sorry. happened? That's what it we were trying to find probably out. Probably an attack. He was covered in laceration, some very deep, uh, penetrating peritoneal tissue. It was not. And she kind of like loses her balance a little bit and, and, and sits down. I'll, uh, in a I'll chair. Push this a little bit, like pull that chair closer and stuff in time. Uh, Hector took care of everybody here. Uh, you say that, and yet you exist in a dilapidated building. The structural integrity of most of these places is crumbling. Most of this looks like it might fall upon your heads at any moment. 
it's it's strong enough and home is where the heart is, you know. Uh, no. That is not anatomically correct. No, not at all. And she kind of looks at you and she's like, not in the mood for jokes. I, uh, I'll kneel down uh, to get kind of like close to eye level. Uh, hey, how's it going? My name's Vion, by the way. Um, uh, I was away for um, the passing of your friend, uh, unfortunately. But I just want you to know I'm, I'm very, very sorry. Um, we actually uh, are sort of part of a general investigation unit. And uh, if there's anything you know that could possibly help us with our investigation of what happened to Hector. Um, and I put my two fingers, I'm going to uh, now pull the doc into our telepathic circle. Uh, am I wrong in assuming that you were investigating uh, the death of Hector? Is that right? That's correct. Okay. Um, if there's anything you might happen to know, aside from the fact that you're looking for three figures that could help us with this investigation. It would be our utmost honor to bring justice uh, to the passing of someone who's done so much good. And to make your home safe again. Yeah. Make a willpower roll, Vian. Okay. Here we go, willpower. Five plus roll, that's gonna come out to a seven. It's a low roll. She seems a little hesitant to say anything. Yeah, I get that. It doesn't really seem you know, like she's not buying it, but doesn't necessarily seem like she's buying it. And she's kind of turns to Benny and she's like, you, you wanted to meet Dawn, right? Hey, Dawn. And, oh, and Oh, right now. Okay. She kind of calls and, and from the hallway that leads up to the kitchen, um, this girl, um, who I think we cast with Elva Guerra of uh, Reservation Dogs, um, comes down the hallway, jeans, t-shirt, denim jacket. Uh, and uh, she, she kind of comes walking in and she looks over at Ulez and Kadrax and Vion and she's like, hey, I know you. You were on TV fighting with the lava lady. Correct. You're, you're superheroes. Indeed. What are you doing here? Uh, we have been tasked to identify and locate you. We understand that you are looking for, and Ulez will kind of, like, try to, like, shove Benny gently. <laughs> We're yeah. looking for this human. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and she looks over at Benny, and she's just like, I don't know you. <laughs> um, who are you uh, looking for? I'm looking for a, a woman made of lava who's as tall as a bridge. Well, living like that all the time is not very, you know, conducive to five foot tall living. Um, hold on. And she's going to like step away from like any walls or fixtures or anything. I don't want to fuck up their home and she'll turn fire and then crackle into lava. And when you lava on, like, her face lights up and her eyes, like, crackle with electricity. And, and she's sort of like, I can't, I, can't, I can't believe you're here. I can't believe you're here. You are so awesome. Uh, I try. Um, uh, I don't want to break. <laughs> she's going to douse it um, to, you know, again, someone's home. 
Um, yeah, well, I, we weren't expecting to find you here, actually. We were looking up on looking into something else, but... I wasn't expecting to find you here. I, I took the bus to Port Ruby Central Transit Station, you know, the one in Paradise Square. Mm -hmm. And then I, oh. I transferred to a bus headed to Yard Hill. And, like, when I got there, I didn't know where to go. And I, I fell asleep in the waiting area. And then, like, a little while later, like, a security guard woke me up and, like, kind of startled me. And, like, when that happened, my, my electricity kind of burst on. And I can't really control it very well or really at all. So it kind of shocked him and sent him flying. And, and, and I kind of panicked. And I didn't know whether to stay or help or run or do whatever. And that's when this guy Hector showed up. And, and, and he, he saw what had happened. And, and he said he could take me somewhere I'd be safe. And he brought me here. And... I've just been, you know, I haven't left yet because I don't want to shock anybody else. And, and I didn't know where to go. And, and, you know, everybody here is so cool and they all seem to understand. Yeah, definitely. Definitely helps to find people like you. <laughs> um, uh, we're okay. Uh, we got to work on, we're working on something here that is uh, still not entirely clear what's happening. She kind of looks at like our host, um, but we can definitely talk. Yeah, I got a million questions for you. It's like, I, yeah. I am always hurting people by accident, you know, only by accident. And, and you know, I kind of thought of this power as a curse or like some kind of, you know, punishment for something. And and I saw you on TV, like all all fired up and, 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 and even, you know, lava, even more dangerous than electricity. And you were actually saving people. And it's like, was it always like that for you? Uh. De definitely not. Um, uh, 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 what? Um, hold on. <laughs> she was not prepared for this conversation to happen right now, like at all. And so she's like a blue screen of deathing a little bit. Um, what's the do um, possible turning to friends, possible monster or attacking supers something is that something we're doing right now tonight wow. are we gonna well don is like my understand oh yes don glad monster i don't know sorry i'm just saying words i just well we don't know enough yet um we believe that if we remain in this location the chances of being attacked are probably pretty high based on what we know They're okay 100 percent I'm going to, okay, I'm going to go ahead and uh, one second, folks, and I'm going to, hey, everyone, let's off to have this conversation in our minds. Oh, um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, if, you, if you don't mind ca catching me up a little bit, I just kind of flew over here. Um, uh, are, is there a fight that's planned for tonight? Is that what we're all saying? I don't know. We just, I figured we would want to help these guys out with whatever is happening. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that's happening right now. Um and I was not expecting to meet her so soon. I thought we'd look for her after this, but Ula's got approached by someone, a, a relative, a grandfather, you said, uh -huh. of, of hers who said she went missing here looking for me. So okay. I do want to talk to her, but I don't know if this is also something that needs to happen right now immediately, if we need to go look for what's picking off supers Understood. or in hiding. Yeah, we are. Okay, get it. Uh, we're on an investigation right now. Um, as always, I defer to you, Doc. What do you think? Should we talk to child or should we just kind of check in with her? 
regularly as long as we make sure that she's okay here. This location was our lead for Hector Peralta and this child, an objective in herself, according to the testimony of the leader of this group, the apparent perpetrators do not seem to be a part of it. Indeed, if anything, they are off-site, maintaining a patrol and keeping them centralized would prevent more of them from being picked off. And in so doing, if Benny were to talk to this young person, that would be in keeping with keeping them from wandering off and getting picked out by outside forces that can lacerate superpowered beings. That's why... Uh... I defer to you. <laughs> uh, point fact. That's great. Well, you know, one thing I can do is um, uh, Ulez and I can go post-cog uh, the area uh, that Hector last saw, um, the three figures, see if we can collect any clues there, if at all. Um, yes. And then we can combine, you know, our, our, our put our brains together. Um, I suppose, Benny, if you want to have this conversation now or if you want to have it later, that's completely up to you, but you're right, Doc. And I guess after that, we can figure out um, places to post up and the best way to secure this community. I will maintain an aerial patrol. That's yeah. so cool as shit. I've missed all of you so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to hang out with Don for a little bit. Just yeah. To make sure everything's okay, but you know, he'll be safe. Need me. Yeah. Uh, and I'll maintain uh, this mental link cool. um, between all of us. Ooh, very nice. And it, and, you know, as you're having this conversation, you notice that, like, the other, the four others are just, like, staring at the, you know, you all just, like, kind of silently, you know. Like, like, gesture, like nodding and yeah. gesturing, but saying nothing. <laughs> do you, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, do you all, now this is out loud. Do you all, um, like, each of you have, like, a power? Is that right? Like, for lack of a better term, like an ability? And, and Veronica's, you know, um, the, the goth one is sort of like, yeah. oh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, uh, um. I, I, I can control plants. You don't say, and I'll just step what? out. <laughs> what? Say, oh yeah, it's, I, I can like make them grow and kind of you know move them around with my Show mind. Show me, uh, I, <clears throat> please. I, yeah, I would love to. <laughs> and uh, the 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 boy is like you know it's like um. Are we doing the thing where we get to know each other now? Is it, uh, just quick introductions, pronouns. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm Lyman. Uh, he him. Awesome. Cool. And uh, I've I got a couple of mental powers. I, I can nullify people by other people with powers by touching them, and I can I can put people to sleep uh, by exposing them to this kind of weird light I make with my eyes. Um, Interesting. I've seen something like that before. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Turn me into yeah, I mean, a statue. A statue? Yeah, oh, I can't do that. It sounds pretty cool though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Each to their own, I suppose. Um, yeah. And uh, Haley's like, and I fire a giant energy blast that does massive amounts of damage. But I'm honestly really glad that you turned out not to be the bad guys because between us, mm -hmm. I can only fire it once a day. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um, so why don't you tell us about yourselves? You know all about us now. What's, what you, you said your name is v 
v- Vion or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, my name is Vion Vigor. Uh, I can do a couple things. Um, I can walk through walls. Uh, I also can uh, cast magic, which is a fun fact about myself. My pronouns are he, him. I'll be completely honest, though. You can use anything you want. Gender is a construct. So, uh, and, and the tone that Vion's using is way too much like a guy in his 30s who wants to seem cool <laughs> to younger people. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> magic. You use like like Gandalf. Uh, first of all, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Uh, second of all, uh, yeah, uh, pretty similar to Gandalf. She's like, cool. <laughs> Thank and, you very much. And she looks at Benny and she's like, well, we know what you do. Yeah. Hi. And she looks, looks at Ulez and she's like, what are your powers? Ah. Uh. Greetings. We are Ulaz Gali. Uh, we do not wholly understand gender. Uh, we have, well, we have a handful of powers. Uh, initially, we should have been able to grow and tend for plants with the light from our palms, but it is incredibly destructive and goes at a very long range. We have the ability to teleport because it is a very efficient method of transportation. We are fond of healing because it is up to our keeper as a society to heal and tend for those who cannot care for themselves, as well as we can prepare items made out of a variety of tools that we have found on the ground. Oh, and like, uh, Ulysses just starts to ramble a little bit. Uh, and and uh, Haley's just kind of like nodding and just, uh, and 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 what about you? What do you do uh, other we, than not oh. be killed? I'm Doctor Caden Dialto. I'm a surgeon. She's like, well, that's cool, I guess. Uh, and 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 you you resurrect? Can you resurrect other people or just yourself? We need to do the aerial patrol. Yes, I will engage in this. Oh, uh, yes, we are going to save all of you. Um, this is something we are well practiced at. We understand that you are familiar with the glass tower. That, yeah. that was us. And, and, the, and the, the opening of not the entrapment part. Yes, yes, that, the assistance where we saved you. Otherwise, I would never admit that. And, and Haley's like... Wow, Don's right. You are superheroes. And it kind of sounds like you'd all fit in pretty well here. Maybe we could all put our heads together and figure out who's been taking people from our community. That is our plan. Uh, If you have any information that you can provide to us, please tell us now. Otherwise, we are going to enact the plan, which we save everyone. And if you have anyone around who maybe has different experiences, anyone might have seen something or has powers that might want to chip in. I mean, we're well, stronger together, that kind of a thing, especially here. Well, I, I told you there are like 35 of us here. I, I, mean, yeah. I don't think anybody knows anything, but maybe we should start talking to some people. Um, sure. What is the rest of your plan? Uh, well, we I'm going to... I think. Yeah, yeah. If if, if uh, someone could point me in the direction of where um, the general area where Hector might have seen the three figures, I can get to uh, a little detective work there. Although I'm not the universe's best detective, that's Ulez over here. Um, but maybe uh, Ulez, you want to do some plant talk? Yes, uh, Victoria, would you be so kind as to join us? Yeah, uh, you know, if it involves plants, I'm there. Yes. 
We should tell you about the plants on our planet. You would be delighted. And so Haley's like, uh, Don, stay with Benny here. I'm taking Victoria and Lyman, and we're going to see if what we can figure out about whoever's been stalking us. And Don's just like, absolutely. <laughs> That's great. And Doc, you're going to do a uh, sky surveillance. Keep an eye out. Yes. Okay, great. Um, and I'm, I'm going to just like start talking about like generally like our breakdown of what we usually do in an investigation. I think Benny and Liz, you might pick up on like, it's kind of like weird and rambly, like unnecessary mm-hmm. and never talked about it while I'm doing that, I'm scratching my head. And I'm just, uh, I've cut you both of you out of the telepathic link. And it's just to Cadrax and just, hey, you all right, Doc? You can be honest. It's just us. It is uncomfortable to help these people, but it is apparent that it is the right thing. So I am going to do such tasks as do not require proximity, but might still accomplish a correct end and get very far away. <laughs> That sounds great. I'm tell you what, you and I are going to have our own little SOS. Uh, let's say the word is, um, I don't know, what's your favorite thing to eat, Doc? The rice. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> I thought I heard for just the slightest moment an echo of <laughs> any thoughts, but indeed it is the rice. <laughs> okay, great. If, if you want me to um, buy you any time or, or kind of give you some space or anything like that at any point, um, just bring up the word rice either telepathically or if we break this link out loud and uh, I got you back. Don't worry about it. Cadrax begins to exit the room to do their When you patrol. pass and he gives you a little bit of like a, like a bump, <laughs> like a before as you leave. In a similar spirit, Cadrax um, <laughs> brushes uh, Vion and thinks as they pass, I'm glad you are back. I missed you. Yeah, same to you, Doc. And Cadrax, you head outside and take to the sky? Yes. Right, yeah. Um, I think as you lift off to start your patrol, it sounds like a good time for a 10-minute break. Uh, And we will pick up right there uh, when we get back. Uh, CN10, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, our cool fan art reel. Honestly, we love the fan art so much, uh, people. Um, uh, uh, please, any, anything you got, uh, just, you know, it, it, it kind of makes our week. So thank you so much for that. Um, and I see we are, I think, less than $10 away, uh, if I read that correctly, uh, from unlocking the lore drop. I don't know if I read that correctly, but I think I do. Um, I, I watch this on the screen like this big. Um, uh, so um, thank you so much for that too. Uh, and uh, when we uh, left off, um, the team uh, was about to kick into action as far as investigating what's going on uh, at Golden Gardens. Um, Cadrax, you took to the skies to sort of fly around. I'll say at this point, it is probably about... 2 a.m. or so. Um, what exactly do you do, Cadrax? Do you just kind of fly in circles, or are you, you know, exploring the community, or you support exploring the surrounding areas? Like, what, what's, your, what's your flight pattern? I am going to do an outward spiral, 
the flight pattern and ping as I go. Just start to build a mental map of where all of the known beings are and their movements. If, as I circle, someone is coming close to our area, I will track them. Um, but mostly just trying to assemble the mental maps for continual use of securing this location. Okay. Um, first, let's start off. Give me an investigation roll. Eleven. Okay. And now I'm going to have you make one ping roll that's just going to count for all of your repeated pings as you're flying. So give me a ping roll. All right. Oh, God. What, what is with all my dice tonight? Okay. Uh, Seventeen. So, yeah, okay. Um, your ping is acting very effectively tonight. I rolled a one on top of that amazing roll. So, um, uh, so yeah, you start flying around. Um, the entrance to Golden Gardens is all the way at the south. That is where uh, Herman's Bodega is. That is where um, uh, the Hotlands Nightclub is, you know, all the way at the south end. Um, all the way at the north end, there are a bunch of, uh, buildings which you, you know, you were able to sort of track. You remember Herman mentioning something about how a lot of the buildings in the area were all closed off by the Department of Buildings after the earthquake. And you see the high school and the roller rink and all these things that he was talking about, and they, they are all dark. You do not pick up any life forms in there. You, you, you circle around Golden Gardens a little bit, um... And you pick up, you know, 33, 35 people um, that are in the house that you were just in or a couple of the adjacent houses. You know, it looks like they are broken up a little bit. Um, and uh, and that is what you are doing for now. That uh, Covering that much territory, doing that much pinging and investigating is going to, you know, take a little bit of time. But that that is what's going to happen. Um, meanwhile, um, let's go to... Vian and Ulez. Um, I think we've hey, got... You've Victoria. Got, yeah, you've got Victoria with you, and Haley yeah. uh, and Lyman said that they would go ask around some of the other people yep. in the community. So Victoria uh, is sort of like, okay, so uh, how do we do this thing? Let's get our investigation on. I have to say, Victoria, I love your energy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, I I love your energy too. Oh, and uh, apparently we have hit the third goal. Uh, oh, so after the floor drop unlocked. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, it was a cool one. Thank um, you on on this Sunday too. It's like a very big deal. Thank you very much for joining us. Y'all. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for coming out every week. Um, I know there's like lots of cool trailers and stuff hopping up. Um, is there something else going on this Sunday? Wait, they put the owl in the trailer. No, uh, uh, no, no, no. That's uh, that sounds painful for the owl. Unless like the owl wants like some time away. Okay, yeah. <laughs> independent space. Little independent space. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. So no, for uh, Veronica, yeah. yeah, it's like you know, what, uh, what's up? What are we doing? What are we doing? Okay, um, you must lead us to the exact location where you understand where you believe that Hector spotted the three individuals. Yeah. As well as you must tell us what your favorite plant is. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite plant are uh, um, 
um, <laughs> daisies. And, 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 and as she says that, she sort of like points over it like a nearby little kind of, you know, burned out patch of lawn. And like she, she, she aims her hand at it and like suddenly like the grass on the lawn grows and fills out. And then a bunch of daisies just kind of spring out from, you know, between like the, the blades of grass, like right in front of you. Hi. What is your, what's your favorite flower, Ulez? Oh, we have fallen in love with sunflowers. Oh. They can grow to be so tall and so vibrant. Oh, yeah, I love those. And she kind of like points back at that lawn and like a bunch of sunflowers just kind of like shoot up to like a, a tall height. She's like, pretty cool, huh? The filaments are incredible. Yeah, I, I work extra hard on the filaments. And then as she turns her attention back to you, like all of the flowers in the lawn just kind of die behind her. Oh, uh, I, I, I got to keep concentrating on that to keep it up. Um, so, uh, you know, but it was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. That has been one of the highlights of our day. Yeah. Uh, and pro yeah, probably good for the environment that you can't just like keep them going. All things. Considered. Yeah. I'm hoping maybe to get better at it someday, but, uh, so far it's like, yeah, it takes like a lot of intense concentration to, to make stuff grow and then keep it, you know, alive and, and, and thriving. Um, and you know, and I'm hoping to use my intense concentration for this, uh, you know, investigating stuff. So, right. Um, all right. So you said you want us to the exact spot. Exact. Exact spot. Well, Hector's done a lot of patrols. Um, I know a couple of places he's been at. I don't know exactly which is the one he spotted the figures at. Why don't we start and we'll just hit them all? That sounds great. A lot of investigation is just wandering around. Mm -hmm. I'm talking out of my hat. Uh, <laughs> Ulez here knows way more about detective work. Oh, a lot That's, of wandering. We enjoy there we it. Go. That's so cool. You're a wandering detective. That's awesome. With a, a base. But yes, would... Would, would you be interested in being a junior detective? Mm, what does it pay? Wow. Uh, we have to talk to our assistant. Well, got an assistant. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, she's like, well, let me think about it. Okay. And uh, she's like, okay, this way. Um, right. And uh, she leads you off um, to the west. Um, and while you're heading over there, Benny... Um, Don is, Don, Don is just like, so, okay, you know, I got, I got so many questions, like millions of questions. It's like, you know, I, 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 I'll answer as many as I can. I feel like, first of all, I should just like, as a responsible person who is older than you tell you that you shouldn't like run away from home without telling any of your adults where you are. Cause it's dangerous and it's a big city, but I am glad that I found you, uh, and that I can answer your questions. So I don't know they where don't that leaves go for it i guess they don't understand what it feels like you know they would have just told me not to come and uh, you know i would have had to stay at home where you know, what if i hurt one of them yeah i'd rather they be angry at me for striking out on my own to, to figure things out than be hurt too badly and you know, when this gets out of control, it, it really gets out of control. What happens? I mean, my whole body is kind of enveloped in this like electrical like aura. 
and sometimes there's, well, you know, for lack of a better word, lightning. And it kind of, you know, you ever seen one of those little like lightning balls where you like put your finger on the side and it traces it around? It, it's it's kind of like that, except the the lightning kind of, you know, destroys everything it touches, like real lightning. Uh, and sometimes it just happens, you know. And, and sometimes when I get scared or excited, I just, you know, I don't know. Was it ever like that for you? All the time. Yeah. That, I think you summed it up pretty good. I was the same, but with, uh, and she lights her hands on fire. That. How how did you live with it? I mean, hurting people when you didn't mean to. It sucks. I, I don't know, really, I, oh, I hid, um, my moms took me out of school, I was 12, 13, maybe, got homeschooled from there, I spent most of that time on our home farm, Because I would burst into flames. I hide sometimes too, you know, it's like in the garage, I stacked up a bunch of old tires, you know, because rubber kind of insulates against electricity. And it's like, sometimes I just climb into the middle of the tires and I just kind of like stand there just in case I explode, you know, I'd been hosed down a couple of times. The fire doesn't go out, but at least it doesn't spread then. Actually, a couple months ago, I had a big burn. Couldn't stop burning. I sat in the shower for like 12 hours. Our water bill was not great that month, but... Well, how do you learn to control it? Like, is there a trick? It's not easy to accept it, I guess, but for me, I had to stop being afraid of it, and I had to be in a place where I was around people who got it, and I'm, I'm still afraid of it. I don't think I'll ever not be afraid of it, but my friends have helped me. You know, I guess it's kind of practice makes perfect, but. What do you practice? Did she say what or where? What? Burning. You just Being on fire and not being afraid of it. Getting to know it. Show me. 
how far would are we from the the community center? Oh, pretty far. That's not going to happen here. Um, how long have you been here? Have you been here for a while? Do you know of any buildings that are just totally not used by anyone? I mean, most of these buildings aren't used by anyone. Come on, okay, I'll take cool. you somewhere. Yeah, let's go. Um, and you want to uh, do this in someone's living room? <laughs> yeah, and the two of you strike out uh, and you leave the house. Um, and uh, as as you're walking out, um, you can see that uh, Haley and Lyman are you know talking to like a whole bunch of other like teenagers and young adults and who are just kind of all assembled in the living room. And she's kind of like, you know, does anybody remember what? Hector said about this or what Hector said. And you walk on by and you leave. Um, Vian, Ulez, you uh, arrive at the first location uh, that um, Veronica is taking you to. And uh, it is... Victoria, um, right? Uh, sorry, yes, Victoria. Um, my bad. Is that uh, what it is or did I get it wrong? Wait, hang on. I, I could have got, very I well got it wrong. Been Veronica. I no, have it's Veronica. Ver it's Veronica. It's Veronica. I was a, is yeah. it Veronica? Okay. She's got a character sheet and everything, Veronica. I'm gonna um, update my handwritten note. <laughs> no, it's, it's it happens. We, we 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 traffic in a lot of names in this game. Um, so I figured out recently I've accidentally reused two names over the course of power play. It drives me crazy. Um, accidentally. Yeah, it was so accidentally. Um, sure. And uh, yeah, so you arrive and uh, you find yourselves um, at like a little kind of park area. Um, it is, you know, it's, it's, it's like a block that is got no houses on it. It's just like a long stretch of grass that has like a bunch of benches. It looks like, you know, this used to be a retirement community. This is probably where all the old people came to sit down and like feed the birds or whatever, you know, watch the world pass them by or whatever, you know. People do it in retirement communities. Um, at, wow, that was depressing. Sorry. Um, so, uh, zero, yeah. mission, zero mission leisure. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, just, yeah. yeah we'll, 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 we'll chop that out in editing. Um, and uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we'll fix it in post. Um, and, uh, you know, there are a bunch of benches and then a whole bunch of bushes and stuff. And, um, uh, Veronica says, um, I think Hector said it was in this park. He saw three of those shapes hiding behind some of the bushes. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a second to turn off telepathy at my big magic, and I'm going to switch it back on on little magic. Um, that was previously occupied by uh, casting images. Okay, so I was going to do that. Uh, real quick. Hey, Veronica, um, when you make plants appear, uh, they're real plants, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, like I said, they only last as long as I concentrate on them, but they're real. And they're like, and you're not pulling them from another place in the world. Like they're like legitimately like brand new plants. I think, I think so. I mean, wow. I never really thought about it like that, but you know, as far as I know, yeah, that's just cool. I'm sorry. I, I'm not trying to make a big deal about anything. I just think that it's it's very awesome that you have the ability to kind of just make life when you concentrate. Oh. That's like a really beautiful power. Uh -huh. Huh. And she just kind of like stares off into space, like thinking about it, you know, and just like, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of destructive powers out there. And I like the fact that you have one that... That creates life. I think that's really cool. I like that a lot. 
Uh, and then on that, I'll, I'll reach down and, um, uh, oh, wait, why am I switching magic? I've got, <laughs> sorry, I haven't been yeah, on the show for a while. Is, yeah, yeah. No, anyway, I'll post But it's okay. Let's keep big magic open because we're about to get attacked, I'm sure. So, uh, you, okay, she points off to some bushes and says he thinks he saw them back there. So, um, I'll wander out so, there and I'll post cog. Okay. So, Ula, is you going with him or are you staying? Yeah. Well, I want, can I do like a general investigation check to kind of like survey the area, look for like any snagged pieces of clothing, any <sighs> hair fibers, any. Detective work. Detective work. Ulez, give me an investigation roll. Yes. 13? Yeah, 13. Such a good roll. Okay, Vion, what are you doing? Uh, I'm post Okay. Um, So I just roll and then I add four. You also give me an investigation roll. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. All right, this is seven plus roll. Oh my gosh, little pumpkin. So mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be 13 as well. Nice. <laughs> 13. Lucky okay. number. Yeah. Shout out to Taylor Swift. Um, All right. Well, as you start walking around doing general investigation, um, you, you kind of, you know, everything pretty much looks normal to you. It's like, you know, okay. you don't really see, uh, like on, on, on first glance around, it's like you don't, you know, you don't really see anything conspicuous anywhere. Um, you, you know, as, as you start to get a little bit more um, in, in, in depth, you notice um, one of the benches, uh, and the, these benches are, are sort of like bolted to the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of them sort of looks kind of pried up a little bit, like something with great force kind of maybe pushed it. Um, okay. You also see um, in 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 the in the in the dirt in the streets in the street that sort of surrounds this little island park, you know. Um, you see, arguably, maybe like a, a, a trail or, or something. It looks like something heavy was being dragged. Um, something like that. It's sort of like, you know, I don't know, two feet wide and, and, and kind of just like pulls along the ground. Something like maybe being pulled along the ground okay. um, or, or, you know. That, that is what it resembles. I'm not saying yeah. that you know something was being pulled along the ground, but like it sort of looks like somebody was pulling something heavy, you know, leaving just that the lightest mark. kind of, yeah, drag mark or something. Um, Vion, you walk over behind the bushes, um, and the bushes that you walk towards are right near that bench that Ulez found that was a little bit pried up. And... Uh, Everything looks pretty normal over by the bushes. Um, you can see that there's one part of one of the bushes where a couple of, you know, whole a bunch of branches that are all together are kind of like broken and smushed a little bit. Okay, Ulis, uh, what are we thinking? Some big object was around here? Something with heft? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm having a hard time trying to discern. Could it be a body? Is it an item? 
Right, right. I'm not familiar familiar with what humans would want to drag. It must yeah. be heavy if they could not carry it, but we know they possess great strength. That bench over there was almost ripped out of its uh Holding. ripped out of its place. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh let's postcog this bench. Oh. And I'm gonna postcog the bench where it was hit. Vion, give me a postcog roll. Great. This is your postcog now? It's four. Postcog is four. Yeah. Uh, okay, I rolled a four, so that's a total of eight. Oh, forgot to ask you, how far back are you postcogging? Oh, uh, hey, Veronica, how long ago do you know? Uh, do you know that Hector saw the three figures? Oh, uh, I don't know. That might have been like two weeks ago or something. Holy smokes! All right, good luck to us. Uh. Yeah, two weeks. So you, you rolled an eight, is what you said, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, you broadcasting? Always. Okay, so Ulez, you, you see this also. You broadcasting to Veronica? I mean, I, I don't think I can exclusively broadcast to one person, so she'll see it. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Uh, but um, if it starts to look violent, uh, no. <laughs> so with an eight, what you see is it is a dark night. Um, and, uh, clouds in the sky, not that kind of dark night, Sam. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, clouds in the sky, the moon is, you know, shielded, not a lot of, not a lot of moonlight. Um, and, uh, you see three kind of large people, human figures standing kind of behind the bench and behind the bushes. And you, you kind of just see, you know, the sort of black shadowy outlines and uh, you kind of seen from behind them into the park where you see Hector, um, or you don't know what he looks like, but uh, um, Veronica certainly does. And uh, when, as soon as, you know, the, Im- as soon as the image comes, she's like, Hey, that's Hector. And uh, he is, he's played by Dave Batista. Um, and, uh, he kind of is walking like towards the three figures from, I don't know, 50 or 60 feet away. And he's like, Hey, someone back there. And you hear the figures almost silently kind of back off. And then you hear like a sound that is like dragging or something, you know, um, you know, like uh, dragging or something, you know, moving along the ground. Um, and then whoosh, comes to an end. Okay. Well, that didn't really give us a whole lot more. No, perhaps we should follow this path and see where it leads us. That see, this is why you're the universe's greatest detective. ha. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll follow the dragging. You know what? Hey, actually, let's split up. Ooh, and look for clues? No. Why don't... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, do you want to go in, like, where it was dragged to, and I'm going to go where it was dragged from? Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Veronica's like, which way do I go? Uh, why don't uh, Team Plant stick together? That is us. She's like, woo, team plant, woo. 
I love this kid so much. I would, I will. This is out of game. I will lay down my life to save this child. I'll roll a new character if any. I like. I will. I will sacrifice myself, and I'm not joking. Veronica must live. I need an intern. That or a junior detective. We're not. I love this kid. How many fires must we have? Um. Okay. Uh, Team plant goes. I mean. You can't really tell which way it's coming or going, so we'll see. Yeah. Team Plant goes one way, and Team Vion yeah, goes bench, <laughs> bench bound, yeah. and I'll go uh, away from bench. Okay, um, and you head off. Cadrax, yep. um, you are flying around. Um, what did you get on your investigation roll? Do you remember? Seven. Uh, investigation was an eleven. Was an eleven. Okay. Um, you are flying around, and uh, how high, low would you say you are? I guess I, I can probably just make that up based on your 11. Okay. Um, every once in a while, you kind of swoop down to kind of, you know, sometimes you're taking a bird's eye view, and sometimes you're trying to kind of like come down and get like a little bit of look at what's, you know, going on, how things look from the ground. And you have also started to notice every once in a while that you see this drag mark on the ground in a couple of places. And while you're doing that, Benny, Dawn brings you to uh, a house just a couple of blocks away from the house you were in. And she's like, everybody from, you know, our little village lives in uh, one of those, you know, houses over there on that block. So all of these are empty and they're all condemned by the city. So, you know, it's like, it doesn't really matter what happens to them at this point. I mean, we don't want to, you know, set, you know, the the whole place on fire. But, uh, you know, if we burn some stuff up, it's not going to matter. I'm better at not doing it, but... (laughs) Still happens. Um, okay, we go. We go in. Is yeah, there like takes, a, a large room that is mostly empty. Um, the whole house is empty. I mean, there's like an empty living room, but she yeah. takes you through the house to the patio out back. Oh, okay. Which is just kind of you know wide, flat rock. Perfect. Uh, and she's like, "How's this?" Great. Okay. Um, what do you want to? What do you want to know? Uh, I mean, how do you? How do you turn it on and, and not, you know, get overwhelmed by it? I guess it's pushing through. Can you do it on purpose? Because I, mm. I couldn't for a really long time. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I can, but sometimes, sometimes it's, it's just some sparks, and sometimes I totally lose control. It's impossible to tell what's going to be what. Okay. Okay. That's okay. We got this. Okay. Um, I'm going to flame on and then lava kind of like melts into whatever. So one and eight, I think one or eight lava or magma. Um, Okay. Let me see. Anything. (sighs) She kind of closes her eyes. And then opens them 
and her eyes are kind of got this like blue glow to it and they start to like crackle and then the crackle like spreads out over her whole body and you know you are looking really quickly at this like electrical person you know just like uh, like electricity in the shape of you know a, a person but barely even a face there and what's her like, posture like is she seem scared she's intense uh, arms at her side she's kind of breathing heavily and yeah seems a little tense is it it's hurting like, you at all it's like no it doesn't hurt but you know it, it's a struggle to kind of keep it and, and, and as, you know, Don't. she's talking, it's like, you know, you start to see these like lightning bolts, like start to shoot out in all directions. Okay. One of them like right by you, you know, yeah. and it's like, they're lightning. So it's like, yeah. you know, you can't dodge this stuff. You can't hurt me. Don't hold on to it. Just see what happens. She's like, no, I can't. You know, it's like, I'll blow, like I'll destroy something. That's why we're here. You just said nothing. No one cares if anything happens to this place. Make a willpower roll. It's scary, but you don't hurt inherently. You're just scared. That's a nine. She's like, okay. And and suddenly it's like, you know, like I said, like it's like one of those little like lightning balls, just like lightning just starts Shake shooting off in all directions. Shake it and out. She's just, you know, she's like, I, I don't know, you know, it's like, I don't know how far it goes. And it's like the, 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 as the seconds tick by the lightning keeps shooting further, bolt hits the house, bolt hits the lawn, bolt hits a street lamp that is, you know, visible over the fence and the street lamp just totters over and falls. Does the lawn start on fire at all from the lightning? No, it gets scorched real bad, and you can see, like, you know, okay. a smoking spot on it. I'm going to um, keep an eye out for if anything does start on fire, I'm going to make sure she has my, or I have her attention, and I'm going to pull it back so she knows that I've, like, I've got her. So I'm, I'm watching for, for any flame. And she's just like, what do I do? And it's like, it just, it's, it's expanding further and further. We see what happens. And... The lightning just, you know, now these lightning bolts are like, you know, as they're getting to be just huge. One of them strikes the house and the house instantaneously, that part catches on fire and starts to burn. And Another I, one, I, pull, I pull my hand back and I use fire control and I pull the flames off of me back into my body. Give me a fire control roll. That uh, is a... You have an uh-oh die with fire control. I do, um, but I first I need to... That's a nine. And for uh-oh, it's a burnout. I'm good. Good on uh-oh. Okay, so this is element control. Mm-hmm. Uh, you move it in. Like telekinesis, telekinesis but with, yeah. with my element. With telekinesis with your element. Okay. So just to make sure I'm doing this right, give me one quick second. Do do do. Use your willpower as your kinetic coordination. Okay, sure. Um... So another bolt strikes the garage behind you, catches on fire. I do the same. Give me another fire control roll. That's an 11. Uh-oh, die. Uh-oh, die is good. Okay. Um, and as she's standing there, you can just basically see it's just like, you know, there's this barely visible human figure in this like blur of lightning just shooting in every direction. And then she's, she's like, going to kind of breathe. And it's like, 
Breathe. I am, I am breathing. In and out. Very slow. Very Deep slow. Breaths. In, and, in and out. Deep breaths. You're scared and it's going to keep getting bigger. Slower. Slower. And, and as she breathes, it's like it, it, it stops expanding and it's just sort of holding. And she's like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And, 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 and as she says that, it's like all of a sudden there's just like, you know, this flash crackle and a lightning bolt shoots straight at you. Mm -hmm. Any roll coordination. It's only a six. Um, you are struck just dead on. Um, how much do you absorb when you're in fire? Nine mode? now. Okay. This knocks you on your ass. Mm -hmm. You don't take any damage from it, but you feel it. You know, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like when the, the lightning contracts, like all your muscles contract and it's like, you know, kind of, it just, just the, for really the form like rattles, like the, 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 the lava has like a weird reaction to it probably. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so I'm sorry. Okay. And she kind of like gets up and is me like, I'm okay. You, I told you, you can't hurt me. And, and I just thought, I just fell. It all just stops and turns off. And she, I did it. I turned it off. It's like, this is great. Oh my God. Sometimes you just need to let it all out. She's looking at it, she's like, I can't wait to go show Hector. Let's go find him. Come on. Hey, Don. That's why we're here. Huh? Hector's gone. He left? Is he coming back? He can't. Why not? He's dead. He came to find my friend to protect you guys. But he didn't make it. What happened? Like, we are just trying to figure it out. Tears start rolling down her face. I'm going to drop lava um, so I can be in proximity with her. That's what we're trying to figure out. Did someone hurt him? Was I it those so. people? Maybe. And you see her just, you know, her fists ball up and like the lightning. I tell her step like back. I try to tell her to like her eyes. Put, your, put your hands on the ground. I want to figure out who did this and I want to get them. Put your hands on the ground. And Benny's going to step back and lava up again. She kind of kneels down and puts her hands on the ground. I'm going to match her. Your powers, I'm guessing, if they're like mine, they're tied to your emotions. And you gotta feel them. You can't not. 
but it's okay to let it out sometimes. Just gotta be careful. I really want to let it out now. Do it. Where, where are they? We gotta find them first. But right now you're bottling, you're crackling a little bit. Put it in the ground, clear your head and we'll, we'll get to work. Okay. And she kind of, you see her just like kind of almost shaking. Cadrax, you are flying overhead, you know, a little while away. Uh, when you just see this massive, like, just array of crackling lightning bolts just kind of, like, shoot into the air like a sky beam, you know? And uh, Now, Ulez, you and Veronica um, follow the trail. Give me an investigation roll. It's going to be mediocre. 9, 10, 11, 11. 11. The trail kind of, it's weird. It's like you notice it's that the one you follow leads all the way back south to the entrance gate. Okay. And while you are following it, you notice other similar trails going in other directions. Some of them lead up and down the streets. Some of them seem to lead out that front gate. Some of them lead right into the wall, um, you know, that surrounds the place as if whatever it was hit the wall or something like that. Um, you can see spots on the grass where the grass has been crushed. Whatever it was has been dragged over the grass. Um, Cadrax, these are a lot of the same things you have been noticing as you've been flying around. Um, and uh, I would say both of you start to notice that the concentration of them um, – seems to get heavier as you head sort of broadly north. Um, okay. is to say is that like the vast majority of the tracks seem to be on the northern side and, and the ones that kind of cut through towards the south seem to channel towards the front gate as if, you know, Whatever was being dragged was just dragged out the front or something, you know, or not. But they, they don't spread around. They don't spread around as much on the southern half as they do on the northern half. Veronica, has there been any notice of items that have been going mis- missing in the past two weeks? I mean, there's not really that much here to go missing is most of these houses are just totally empty. It's like, you know, we've only got like the furniture, you know, that's, that's an hour, the couple of houses we occupy. And I mean, I can't imagine anybody would want to steal that. It's like Hector just, you know, it's like, you know, whenever some rich guy throws away his living room set, Hector kind of like drags piece by piece back here, uh, you know, but all that furniture's, you know, I don't know. It's been there for a while. Uh, I, I, hmm. and, and it's all still there. So I can't imagine anybody, you know, took our couch and dragged it around all over. Could I make a 
very strange request of you, and you have to understand that I, my intentions are uh, honest. Uh, yeah, sure. I love strange requests. Uh, kindly sit on the ground, and I will try to drag you to see if we can replicate the strange patterns on the ground. Cool! Like, we'll play sled! Uh, but there's no snow, so, I don't know, this, this doesn't sound like, uh, alright. Um, and, uh, she, she sits down in the grass and, like, puts her hands up, and she's just like, You pull! I'll be the sled! Okay, ready? Liz, uh, um... no. Give me a strength roll. Strength, okay. (laughs) Uh, Four, five, six, seven. How's a seven for you? Um, seven. You know, at at seven, I mean, Veronica's not that big, um, and she's not resisting you either. So, uh, you you are able to slowly drag her through the grass. And then just towards the edge of the grass into kind of like the, you know, the dust in the street. And you see that, you know, immediate. Actually, I'll tell you what. Give me an, uh, give me an investigation roll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that becomes 12, 13, 14. 14. You see. It, it's pretty, it's pretty obviously apparent that, you know the track you're making in the grass is not, it's not as deep and pronounced. Veronica is clearly lighter than whatever made this track. And it's not as wide either. Not even, you know, the, the track is, you know, I don't know, you know, two feet wide. Uh, Veronica obviously leaves a much narrower trail. Well then, I thank you for your participation in this experiment. Unfortunately, it has not led to the conclusion that I was hoping for. It was fun, though. Maybe we can find, like, a hill to slide down. Oh. You ever do any skateboarding? No. Oh, I bet you'd be awesome at it. Do, do you slide with a skateboard down a snowy hill? Well, no, that's snowboarding, which is actually even more awesome. Uh, but we usually don't get enough snow around here to do that. And, and you know, it's August. Yeah, you know, skates with, like, wheels versus snow with, like, snow. Uh, okay, so let us continue. Perhaps we should meet up with Vion. Okay, uh, I will assume you touch base with Vion and find out where he is and mm-hmm. head that way. Um, Vion, while we're talking about you, hello. Um, you followed the track in the other direction. Yeah. Um, give me an investigation roll. Great. Seven plus roll. Uh, that's going to be a thirteen. Uh, sorry, twelve. Sorry about that. Twelve. Okay. Um, Vion, you you walk for a while. The track leads you north. Um, And you follow it over some grass, through some dirt. Yeah. And... 
and and you continue on north. Yeah. Um, this whole place is kind of circular, and you were coming up from the west, yeah. and you're headed now essentially northeast. Um, and the track sort of leads almost to you know in the direction of like where you know the apex of the circle would be. I don't know what you call it, like the the, the top point. Um, yep. And um, uh, as you are getting there, you see that like the whole north, the northernmost part is just a big giant lawn that's got like lots of bushes on it. Okay. And um, these tracks head into those bushes and across that lawn. Uh, and I telepathically shoot a message. Hey, Doc, are you still up there? I've been following these drag marks with some curiosity. They all seem to be leading... And I land and say aloud, North. <laughs> You're like right behind me. Yes. Uh, since I was last described as following said drag marks. Um, I will drop telepathic link. Well, well, well. Uh, did you see where these go? Um, up about that far ahead. Just for my own edification to know what I'm thinking right now, did I happen to see any abrasions on Hector Peralta's back when I was in surgery? Or his front, for that matter? Mm. Two feet wide. Big, big guy. Abrasions. Because, um, abra you, you know, I scrape looks different than laceration. Oh, um, no, no, just those really deep cuts. Um, any dirt or mud in them. This is the fact that Veronica slid so easily um, and didn't develop scrapes of her own set speaks to one could go through this without scraping, but probably not with, while staying clean. I mean, Hector, like I said, you know, his clothes were pretty dirty. You know, he did not, you know, seem to be, you know, have access to shower facilities on a regular right. basis. There's no water here really, you know, um, so how about compared to the postcog compared to the postcog um the, not not the one oh the dirtiness the recent one yeah from the from the sandwich eating one no it's pretty similar actually okay so no positive evidence that uh actor peralta was himself dragged okay Les, i will say you are catching up right about now you see Cadrax and Vion talking on the lawn. Sorry, Cadrax, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's, it's all right. It, it's almost, if anything, more concerning. Uh, and as I see Ula's approaching uh, with Veronica, uh, yeah. I'll just say very quietly, uh, by the way, Doc, when this is all over, uh, let's grab a cup of coffee, you and I. Ah, yes. Further lessons. Uh, lessons? In coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. I was thinking more of just like a chit-chat, but uh, yeah, let's, we can play around with some chemistry. Hey, Ulez. Greetings. We have discovered pretty little of note other than these drag marks, drag uh, marks which seem to crisscross around this area. Yeah, I'm gonna, I instantly pick up on the fact that Veronica, Victor, Veronica has uh, like dirt. <laughs> Like on her, her like shoulders, back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, we did this sledding thing. It was awesome. We should all do it later. You know, we have time. It oh, was exhilarating slightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're really selling it there, Liz. Um, okay, well, uh, where did you did yours lead to a specific spot or? Oh, many spots. Uh, there were many more drag marts than we anticipated, and it was hard to follow them exactly. But a lot of them seemed to exit outside of this little uh, community outside so, of the gates. Lots of things being dragged. But right now, Rick, we I'm only getting one path. Um, you have actually seen a couple of different okay. tracks, but you followed the one. Uh and Doc, from the sky, did it look like there's any particular gathering of any sort of these tracks, or is it just people moving stuff from one end to the other? How many distinct set of tracks could I positively identify? Ooh, this is why we play with Sam. (laughs) No, there's many reasons. (laughs) I mean, a bunch. uh, We're relative to the number seven, perhaps the number of people who have gone missing recently. More, ten or fifteen. Okay. Okay. Huh. Uh, listen, I'm just going to say, I think that what we need to do is uh, see what's up beyond this spot where people are bringing stuff from. I mean, if they're dragging stuff to the street, they're pulling it from somewhere. Uh-huh. King. This what do you mean? Play with just you. like ahead, ahead of, of you? Yes. To the north? Yes. Give me a ping roll. Uh, Thirteen. Um, you ping ahead of you and, uh, you detect, excuse me, um, uh, sorry, um, and you detect, um, the bushes, the shapes of the bushes that, you know, are, are dotting this lawn. And then at the, all the way at the end of the lawn, there's kind of like, you know, the wall that surrounds the place and the wall has a whole row of bushes, like right in front of it. Like it's sort of like, like, like a row of bushes lines the wall so that you're not looking right at the brick. You know, you're looking at like these bushes and your ping picks up the fact that at basically the northernmost point behind the bushes, not visible to your naked eye, there is a break in the wall about, I don't know, foot and a half, two feet wide. One would estimate not far from two feet. There is a break in the wall through the bushes right there. No, no, there, we're, there, where I'm pointing. Oh, oh, right. that, yeah. oh, there. Okay. Yes, there. Close. <laughs> okay. About uh, the same width as what is being dragged. Fascinating. Well, this just uh, pardon. I want to look through. Uh, and that, as you start to wander forward, I'm gonna quickly just cast invisibility on you. <laughs> I'll fly. Um, Vian, what are you using? Big magic or little magic? Uh, we're using little magic for telepathic communication, and that's gonna start to become pretty important right now. Um, so I'm gonna use big magic for this. But I'm gonna. Ca- I mean, it's just it's a pretty simple little thing. So I'll cast. At level three, just to increase my chances of this being successful. 
Uh, I, I, here's the thing. We're sending our brightest, most vibrant character to do a stealth mission. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, give me invisibility roll. Great. Eight plus roll to cast at level three. That was a pumpkin. That makes it 14. Okay. So that turns it on and this is a freebie. You don't have to, you a know. poet at all hours. Yes. It's like invisibility just works. Um, uh, so as you are now invisible and you go walk, go up to the, the break in the wall. Yeah. And I'm going to peek okay. through. Okay. So you kind of push your way through this bush. And when you go there, you can immediately see that the bush very easily, when you try pushes to the side, it looks like, you know, the, the heavy roots at the bottom have maybe been broken already by something or someone pushing through this before. And when you push to the side, when, 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 when they push the bushes to the side, the rest of you can now kind of see the break in the wall. Um, Ulez, you walk through. Mm -hmm. um, and give me an investigation roll. All right. That is going to be 12. 12. Um, behind the wall to your left you see a darkened uh, building um, that has the words East Point High School on it. Okay. To your right there is um, another building. It is like a fairly large kind of one-story building that is very long on, on all of its sides, like wide, flat building. Uh, you can't see what it is. There are no identifying marks on this side. And on the ground, right in front of you, you can see uh, a couple of sandwich wrappers. Uh, same sandwich wrappers as we saw earlier that uh, Hector was eating? Yeah, they are same very brand. similar to those, yeah. Probably from like that Herman's Bodegas. That is possible. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Mm -hmm. uh, I have not found much of note other than some sandwich wrappers reminiscent of those that we discovered from uh, Hector Peralta. Oh, oh yes, Ulas has a sandwich named after them now. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic! I didn't know that. Oh, we stopped at robbery at a little bodega. It was lovely. That's amazing! Wow. And you got a sandwich named after you. Listen, I, I, I'm so happy to catch up after this <laughs> about the sandwich. Uh, Ulas, can you follow the tracks? Do you see any? Do you see where it's going at all? Uh, concrete on the other side, right? So it's not necessarily tracks. It, it, it is, yeah, it is like a parking lot that is mm -hmm. essentially, you know, um, all blacktop. Uh, okay. Uh, you hang uh, tight. Mm -hmm. Could you yep. postcog a sandwich wrapper? You and I were having the exact same thought, except sandwich wrapper. That's smarter. I was going to postcog ground. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I like phased through the, the wall. Okay, yeah, you can do that. I mean, there's a hole in the wall, but you are welcome to phase through. Um, and the hole. <laughs> She's extra. She's extra. <laughs> Give me a postcard roll. Great. This is four plus roll. Hee hee. That's eight again. Eight what again. So you're broadcasting. So Cadrax, Ulez, Veronica, Alsi, um, Hector, finishing the last bite of his sandwich, standing there in the dark. He looks off into the parking lot 
and he sees just for a second it it maybe looks like something kind of roll around the side of the long flat building you can't really catch what it is but uh, and then he takes the sandwich wrapper and he crumbles it up and throws it in front of him like he he, he is known to do. And huh. then it ends. And then it ends. Yeah, sorry. All right. What do we say? Uh, we approach the long flat building from a few different angles here. Uh, yes, please. I think this is a good idea. Uh, Veronica. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's one hundred percent safe. Um, would you mind keeping watch from a distance hidden behind a, a shrub that you can grow? Um, as long as that concentration doesn't eat into you keeping an eye out and I'm going to patch you into a little telepathic network we have going on. So you don't have to talk out loud. Should we tell the others where we're, what we're doing in case something goes wrong? We should certainly tell Benny. Uh, yes. That's a great point, And Benny can tell the others. Um, so I reach out and I pull Veronica into our telepathic loop and talk to and pull. Benny and this, in. the second you pull her in, you just hear like, "Oh my God! Can you all hear me now?" And my thoughts: This is so cool! Woohoo! Let me out. Can you hear me singing like that? It's just like yeah. Do you yeah? Do you like jazz? I love jazz. And just like you know, her thoughts are just kind of going a mile a minute. Holy smokes! This kid likes jazz. We're gonna talk about that later. Uh. Um, hey, Benny, uh, real quick update. We have found a hole in the fence. Uh, uh, Ula's masterfully uh, traced pretty much to where this stuff is coming from, these track marks that we're investigating. So we're going to go do that. We're on the north side of the community over by a high school, just so you know. If we go missing, that's where we are. Okay. Do you want me to come or get help, or what's... You know, it's completely up to you. Um, do you want us to wait for you? As long as someone at home base knows what we're up to, that's our main goal. Okay. Don, Don is like, what are they saying? Um, they think I think they have a lead, maybe. Um. And her eyes crackle. Let's go. Okay. I don't know if I can, uh, in good conscience, put you in danger right now because we don't know what this is. Well, then you go and I'll wait here. I'll go back to the house. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't want they, you to wait here. I want. I need your help. I need you to go let the rest of your your crew know where we're going and that we might need backup. I'll do that. They they might need the lava lady. I'm gonna take out my earpiece and I'm gonna give it to her. I'm gonna say, I need your help, okay? And I'm gonna put it. Help her put it in her ear. If we need help, you're our landline, okay? You need to send help. It's going to go through you, all right? Yeah. Okay. You just call me. I'll bring everybody. Okay. We're going uh, north through the north north fence is what I've been given. Um, but we'll, we'll keep you in loop, okay? The north fence. Okay. Is that the information I was given? <laughs> Yeah, the information that I gave to you telepathically now, realizing that we have earpieces. Yeah, whatever. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, you can communicate by whatever means work. Yeah, like we mix month. it up. Okay. <laughs> all right, you stay safe. Head back, and we'll, we'll be in touch, okay? I'll be waiting. Okay. 
and I'll jog off. All right, Benny, you head up to meet them. Uh, the rest of you, what are you doing? Uh, well, if Benny's coming, we're waiting. Mm-hmm. I would like to do some advanced reconnaissance then. Okay, do you want to go invisible? Oh, I'm invisible still. Who said that? (laughs) (laughs) You can't see me. (laughs) So, are you on invisibility or are you okay up in the air? I will be flying. If something attacks me in the air, you will be able to infer their location. Great. Very reassuring. Thanks, Doc. Um, Kadrax, what are you doing exactly? You're flying over this building? Like, or around yes. it? or um, Over, around. I'm prepositioning the building. Okay. Um, and I'm pinging as I go. Okay. Um, you fly around the building you know, very high to get a look at it. And you can see from the front of it, there's a big, giant, glowing neon sign that says, Thunder Wonder Roller Rink in Arcade. But it looks very closed, obviously. Um, The parking lot is empty. The neon sign is off. The windows are boarded up. Um, You said you're pinging? Yes, I am. Give me a ping roll. 14. You do not detect any people inside. Uh, The building seems to be empty, um, except, you know, you pick up the shapes of some crates, uh, some large kind of unidentifiable bundles that you can't kind of discern what they are just from their shape alone. You get a rough sense of, you know, the layout on the inside. Uh, And you see, as you are flying over those tracks that you are following, a whole bunch of them just go right up to the front door of this place. Well, that tracks. In fact, oh my God. Sam. Um, I mean, that seems excessive, but I'll take it. Not only do they go up to the front door, but you actually see that there are, um, to the extent, like, the back of it is all pavement. The front of it, you know, there is some grass, there, there is some dirt, and, and you can see that there are some tracks that almost look like they go kind of around the building, but then kind of disappear when they get to the pavement. As it would I will relay this telepathically to my allies and Veronica? Oh, this is very good news. Then we must approach cautiously. But we have found uh, what we have been searching for. I, I, I think we thought so when we approached Golden Gardens. We should therefore have greater caution this time. Yes. Benny, you were with them, with Don. Do they have any sort of census of their people and their respective abilities? Um, they said that there was around 30, 35 people 
but I'm sure I, I think they have been talking to them recently, or at least they're kind of aware. Do you want me to? Do you want to ask? Benny, the tracks lead out. Benny, I would say probably about this time you are showing up to mm. the break in the wall, and you you can say say you've joined Ulez and Vian. Hi. I think she's still lava, actually. <laughs> oh. Hey, Benny. Um, hi. Okay, so... Um, Don has my earpiece, so if we need anything from them... Great. From from home base, we, we just gotta let her know. Okay, thank you. Uh, we should approach this with extreme caution, for we do not know what we are up against. All right, sounds good. Should we head in? Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, you walk around the front of the Thunder Wonder uh, arcade and roller rink, roller rink and arcade, and um, as you are walking, Ulez, you notice some bloody footprints on the ground leading out kind of away from the building and, uh, you know, south towards the break in the wall. I'm going to point this out. I have found a clue. Um, am I still invisible? No, I'm for, I'm, oh, you, oh yeah, you are. Cause we never, uh, took that to the dock. Yeah. So yeah. you're still invisible. Okay. Uh, I, I, we are here, uh, jumping up and down. Yes. Yes. Over here. Uh, do you want to turn off invisibility? Would that make it easy? No. Ping? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, how about you? Can you kick something nearby you? <laughs> this is. <laughs> they're right. They're right. They're right there. I can't. Something, the sound of our feet. Step, uh, step, step, step. It is very loud. I'm trying. Surely even a human could perceive this. First of all, a little racist. We're stomping now. Second of all... (laughs) uh, It's speciesist, but... (laughs) um, I guess I'll do an investigation roll to try... (laughs) (laughs) You can follow the sound uh, of Ulez's voice over to them. Um, Invisible is not inaudible. Um, And uh, yeah, you see the same bloody footprints kind of going off towards the south. Um, Interesting. Uh, I'm going to post-cog these. A yes. uh, real Post-card. quick question for you, Rick. Yeah. Wet, wet blood or dried? Like you can dry. Have- In fact, you barely could have known. Ulas just caught them just because, like, the light just kind of hit them right mm. at the right angle for a okay. second. Give uh, me postcard girl. Great, Doc. Just so you know, we got blood. Four so, plus roll. That was a pumpkin. Push. That's the best I can do. That's gonna be a ten. <laughs> you all see. Yep. Hector Peralta stumbling out of the Thunder Wonder roller rink in arcade, kind of holding his chest, blood on his hands and arms. And and, and he just goes stumbling through the parking lot back towards the break in the fence. Covered in cuts? Yeah. I mean, he's kind of holding his arms over his chest, but yes, you can see all those cuts that Kadrax saw on him. Okay, um, here's what I vote. Either 
Benny or I step in first, just in case there's like some sort of trap? Because it's a lot of lacerations. A word I picked up from you, Doc. Uh, there are no moving beings inside there, nor could I identify anything immediately trapped so as to cause... I. I do not anticipate the recurrence of the crossbow incident. Okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, we can laugh about it now. It's all right. Um, just to be safe, though, uh, Ulis, you want to hop on my back and we'll phase? Yes. Okay. Uh, we are here, though. Do you, can, can you figure out exactly where well, we're still how about I, I'm going to stay in place. <laughs> okay. You can okay. hop on my back. Okay, do not drop me. I, I promise I won't. Okay. Ulis, you... Climb up on Vion's back, and the two of you phase. Yep. Um, and now you're just going right in the front door? Or yeah, the front and you're okay in, in, in magma form, right? Uh, theoretically, yeah. I did just okay. get struck by lightning, and it, uh, I'm good, so I think we're... Oh! Oh, that's what I, I saw. experience. Yeah, oh yeah, I bet it look cool from up top. Oh. Uh, great. Wow, lots going on. Okay, uh, we'll okay. phase through the door. You go through the door... And most of the area inside is occupied by a giant roller rink in the center. Do me a favor, everybody give me an investigation roll who's inside. Kadrax, you're staying outside or you came in behind them? What's going on? Um, I, I came in behind them. Okay. So everyone give me an investigation roll and tell me what you got. Great. 11. Wow, nice. 11, 4, what do you have, on? I got 9. 9, Kadrax? Same. Yes. Same. Okay. Like I said, most of the area is occupied by this big, giant, empty roller rink. Along its perimeter is like a gate, uh, and on the other side of the gate are tables and chairs where presumably, you know, people would rest from skating and eat concessions and things like that. Uh, there are several concession booths actually built along the walls. They are all empty. There is, you know, just they, they're just the booth, like whatever what used to be in there has been removed. Um, along the outer walls, there are electrical outlets everywhere, uh, and from some fairly obvious marks on the floor and on the wall and the signage, uh, hanging around on the, on the ceiling, you can tell, uh, that there used to be arcade games just lining the whole, you know, the whole building around the walls. Um, there are signs for restrooms on both the east and west sides of the building. Um, there is an employees only area, um, behind a counter right at the front where, you know, presumably people used to rent their roller skates or something like that. Um, the floor is dusty and dirty now, and you can see more of those weird tracks in the dust. All right, let's follow, I guess. We are uh, ready. We don't leave footprints because we're phased. Doc, you're floating. Okay, great. <laughs> so you start following the tracks, and... Um, actually... Hey, uh, Ulis, do you mind if I drop your invisibility? Oh, okay. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I'm gonna Ulez, cast you are light on... Again. <laughs> As a little ghost. Uh, uh, Benny, I'm gonna cast flight onto you. So you can hover above the ground. Cool. Beyond big magic or little magic, that's... Uh, I believe that was big magic. I do have passenger for what that's worth, unless you want to fly in lava. I am lava. I don't, okay, I don't want enough, to keep it up just in case. Uh, give fair. me a roll to turn on your flight. 
Great. This is eight plus roll, but I'm I'm casting it at a super low level, like low level two. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Then yeah, I mean then I think you'll almost all automatically get it. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah. Easy. So Benny, you're flying now. Um, Sick. Yeah, you can go as fast as a dolphin or a horse. Um, <laughs> a dolphin or a horse. That's what it says on the benchmark <laughs> table for level two. Um, and you all had, you know, follow the tracks kind of towards the center of the roller rink. And as you move, you can you start to hear this sound. Cadrax, you hear it first. Um, it sounds like something rolling. And yeah, you all like kind of stop. And and then from from out of the shadows on the other side, towards the center of the roller rink, these three large spheres covered in sharp, jagged pieces of shell roll towards you and suddenly start to morph into humanoid form. Cadrax, you are the only person. No, Cadrax and Ulez, you are the only people oh. here who know what you are looking at. Oh, no. It does not take long, but after a few moments, you are all looking at a man, three men built out of what looks like razor blades, which Cadrax and Ulez, you recognize immediately as he says, I... I am a scout of the Alpha Combine. <laughs> Identify yourselves. I would like to create a crevasse under all of them. Um, so are you Same firing a blast? Is it like are you flying a, firing a blast or... Uh, possibly. I mean, so uh, we're in a place that has the environmental quality of mm. earthquake. Uh, like earthquake, <laughs> earthquake damage. Remember, yeah, we absolutely. That in a very long time ago, hundred um, percent. I'm using that structural vulnerability, and you can determine whether or not that counts as like a complex task because I'm working on the ground, not really targeting the people. Well. The alpha combat enemies. All right. I'll tell you what. Let's call it. Let's call it a complex task. Okay. Give me a complex task. Here. Um. So that's fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold fourteen. Okay, that 14 will be a moderate success. Um, you, you know, start putting out little vibrations through the floor, and the floor just breaks underneath them. One of them, the one standing in the middle, kind of falls down. You don't see to where. The other two manage to kind of shape-shift their legs to kind of like grab onto the sides, like almost spider-like, and move to the side around the hole you created. Everybody roll initiative. Uh, um, did that count as creating a maneuver since it was a complex task? Um, were you trying to 
because I'm like affecting the environment. And I think usually that that's like a qualities thing because I wasn't trying to do damage on them. Um, well, yeah, if, it, if it's a moderate success, then you have created the quality of like, you know, unstable floor. Right. With no free activate. With no free activate. Okay, cool. Um, and that one guy fell through the hole, although you cannot tell quite how deep it goes. He could just be a couple of feet down for all you know. So how did we all do on our initiative? Caitlin? Nine. Ooh. Beyond. Seven. Ulez? I got an eight. I'm not <sighs> going first. Uh, Kadrax? Nine. Oh. Uh, so Kadrax... Minus four. And Kadrax is five. So Kadrax goes first, then Benny, uh, then the Alpha Combine, then Ulez, then Vion. Kadrax, these two Alpha Combine scouts are standing essentially like flanking you one to the left, one to the right. All right. I, um... I should ask, switching our pools between uh, interlinked uh, effect abilities, does that take effect? I started at the end of this round to take effect at the next. What do you do at the top of combat for that? If I wanted I to you switch around it. my points, like uh, like Benny does for Aura and, and Lava. You declare it when you turn it on, I believe. Yeah. And then it so I'm always change on. It, if you want to change it after that, and then you, it takes a, a turn. Right. So is that the beginning of the turn and that's your turn action? Or is it the end of yeah. your turn and then it comes up at the next? And how does it work at the top? Um, it, it, it is your power. It is the power part of your turn action. Um, so you can still, you know, you can talk to people, you can move around. But it's like if you're going to be shifting your powers around, it's like that's what you're doing. The action, you oh, know, the power okay. part of the action. Yeah. Um, okay. Forget that then. Um, so anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> All right, uh, you, one to the left, one to the right. Which one do you want to blast? First. Okay, give me a blast roll, uh, which is coordination yes. uh, to hit. We were doing this a little bit wrong before. I we're missed. just going to kind of start doing it right. Uh, what'd you get? No. <laughs> no? All right, you fire uh, a blast. Hang on, let me actually double check. Um, let's see, uh, nine. You fire a blast, it goes wide. Yeah. Benny. Uh, Hadrix, I'm for the one on the left. I'm going for the one on the right. Um, I'm gonna... How far away from us are they? They're, like, right in front of Kadrax, right? Yeah, they're closer to Kadrax than they are to you, probably, you know... I have reached 10, <laughs> 10 feet away from you, you know, 15 feet away, something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna do, like, a punch. I'm gonna start moving towards them and do, like, an extended punch to, to head. All right, give me a prowess roll. Okay. Are you you already on fire, right? Yeah, yeah. I was. I declared it when I had first turned yeah, on. You were... Forever was one and eight. So. Um. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Sixteen. Um. Okay. So you slug this first one. Uh, they said the one on the right. Yeah. Um. And uh. For 16, uh, you do you, you you can see it, you know, 
it feels the pain and takes damage and it's it sort of knocked off balance and like falls backwards, but then sort of reforms its body immediately so that it is just like standing up again. Um, my, my damage is now with like a, or a punch is 15, right? Yeah, your damage, well, the, the total damage is 15. It's 15, but then yeah, I know he wouldn't modify take all by, of it. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I was just trying to remember what it was. Yeah, cool. Um, so. That brings up the first Alpha Combine Scout, who fires um, uh, one of the little razor-like shells on its carcass. It kind of extends its arm and, like, just shoots one of those razors at Cadrax. Cadrax, give me a coordination roll. Um, so this one is still reflection eligible? Uh, oh, yeah, this is reflection eligible for yep. sure. Um, ooh, okay, cool, because that was an 11 on the reflect. Okay, so it hits you and just right back at it. Um, and, uh, wow, it's been a while. Uh, hang on, just make sure I'm doing the reflection right. Do um, Reflection can take... Test your reflection powers reaction with the attacking effects level as the difficulty. Um, okay... And what did you say you got on your reflection roll? 11. 11. Okay, so that is is a moderate success. You are unaffected by the attack and make a normal attack against the attacker with the reflected attack as a reaction. You are unaffected by the attack and make a normal attack against the attacker with the reflected attack as a reaction. Okay, so... Yeah, the plate goes flying right back at him and kind of scrapes through his skin, leaving a laceration that to you looks very much like the ones that Hector Peralta had all over him. And you can hear this this Alpha Combine scout just kind of, you know, kind of tries to hold in a shriek as it clearly hurts quite a bit. The second Alpha Combine scout fires a bolt at... Ulez. Um, Ulez, give me a coordination roll. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm invisible. I'm invisible and phased. Yeah. Yeah, You're not invisible anymore, though. Oh, right, right, right. You're visible, but we're phased. Yeah, we're phased. Okay. It passes right through you. So, like, I squeeze my eyes and flinch, but everything's (laughs) fine. You all right, Ulez? Oh, that was very scary. Yeah. That brings up Ulez. Uh, okay. So here's what I want to do. Um, the Alpha Combine, uh, what do I know about their manufacture? Like, what do I know about their, their, like, their anatomy, I guess? I mean, not a tremendous amount, really just your experience that you had with them, uh, on, um, what was that planet called in, in your origin story? Um, wow, it's been a while. I should look that up, but, um, uh, that planet. Yep. Give me, give me an intellect. I'll tell you, tell you what. Cause I mean, I will burn my turn to use. I'm learning, um, to just be like kind of contemplative, just sitting on top of Ian's shoulders while I'm thinking back about like, what do I know about them? What can I use against them? Like, how do I, how Uh, do I, Philo 28 was the name of that planet. Uh, and that's going to be a 10 total. Ten total. Um, 
you remember that these guys were pretty tough, mm-hmm. uh, pretty tenacious, kind of uh, hard to knock down. Um, but you spent most of your time running from it. So, yes. you know, essentially leaving most of the combat to your companions. Um, so sure you don't know something. all that much. So if you're going to burn your turn to do an unlearning, I will give you um, <laughs> that point of I will give you a point of determination and you essentially, you know, just kind of watch and study. Okay. <laughs> you might learn something. You might not. It might be useful. It might not. But you're watching. That brings up Vion Vigor. Sorry, there's a police car going by. I don't know if you can hear it. Um, well, at least you apologized. <laughs> um, there it goes. A runaway military budget. Um, so uh, the thing is, I don't know if I need to, I, I don't know if I'm going to earn a point of determination with this, but what I would like to do actually is link you and me, Ulez, in one of these uh, Alpha Combine members telepathically. That one is unwilling, so I'm going to have to roll for that against willpower. Yeah. It's going to be my a- magic roll. It's going to be three plus roll against their willpower. Ooh, I, I understand this might not work, but I'm not attacking. Like, I genuinely, like, I don't know anything. You know what I mean? So, here yeah. we go. Okay, uh, I got an eight. Um, you are unable to establish a link with the scout. That's uh, right. Just want to see something here. Yeah, no, that's all it is. You're just unable to establish a link. Okay. Uh, and then really quickly, I'll just talk to Ulez. And I can do it mentally. Uh, are these uh, folks we need to fight? Like, what, what danger level are we looking at right here? Uh, threat level is high. And they okay. are incredibly strong. We are trying to recall the exact information that we know about them, but it has been quite some time since we have encountered them. Okay. And like you're getting like tight, tight shoulder grabs. Okay, great. We'll stick with me. Let's. St- they can't hit us if we're ghosted. We'll figure something out. Understood. All right. Uh, that brings us back up to Cadrax at the top of the order. All right. Uh, if at first you don't succeed. Firing another blast? Yep. All right. Um, but oh, there it sk- is. Thank heavens. We're probably right. going to go like a hair over here, but it won't be too bad. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have... No, it's fine. <laughs> What'd you get? Um, so let's see. That's... Uh, Just going to ignore that totally. That's 14. I would like... Um, no, I, I will hold. I will not spend the community determination here. All right, that is a major success. Uh, you blast that thing with the kind of harmonic resonance, you know, that, you know, knights of the Star Choir use in combat against Alpha Combine soldiers for, you know, since the dawn of time, since y'all have been battling each other. And uh, it takes that blast not well and just goes flying back, like, and, and it, it lands on its back. And this time, it, you know, in, instead of shape-shifting back into a person, it kind of slowly tries forming like a ball. And it, 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 it's not a smooth shape-shift like the previous one. It's sort of, you know, it's, it's like watching silly putty, you know, kind of, you know, mush around it it, 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 it it sort of seems you know it, it, it is a little rattled by it um, uh, did it, i both in burst what did did i miss on the other one because i do have burst on on my harmonic resonance 
Oh, right. Um, what did you get again? 14? Yes. This one is a moderate success. Uh, so this one gets blasted and it, you know, it, it gets knocked back and it quickly forms into a ball and rolls around to the other side of you. So essentially now, you know, instead of being standing in front of the hole, it is now standing like behind all of you. Um, and uh, they both take damage. And that brings up Benny. Okay, I don't like them flanking us, so I want to, the one, is the one that's behind us the one that I hit first, or is that the one that Kedrix was hitting in first? Uh, the one that is behind you is the one. Is that the one, one on the right? The one on the, the, yes, the one on the right. Okay, I'm going back after that one. Uh, I just kind of want to like whirl around. I'm flying, so I can kind of, <laughs> I got some movement here, and I want to I wanna go and hit him again. All right, give me a prowess roll. Okay, that's 17. Um, magma, bro. Let's go. Yeah, okay. That is a major success. Um, what did you say your full damage is? 15. 15. And that guy goes down. He is knocked out. Oh, knocked out an orb. Let's go. The other Alpha Combine Scout forms back into the shape of a person, but because he was stunned by uh, Kadrax, he cannot attack. That brings up Ulez. Okay. Um, we're pretty much same spot, huh, Vian? Yeah, I mean, like we're... We didn't move. Yeah. No, okay. we haven't moved yet. Uh, gosh. Ulas is going to choose violence. Uh, so walk me through how my light blast works now, because I haven't actually done any blasts since we've changed it, or since yeah. now we're doing it. Just give, okay, give me a coordination roll. I would remind okay. you, we are, we're phased. I forget exactly how that works. If we're doing Oh, yeah, you are phased, blast. which means that unless you unphase, you cannot damage anything. Uh... And I'm willing to burn my turn if you want to unphase. I'll dazzle. Dazzle, okay. Um, <laughs> for dazzle, uh, uh, that is just against. Oh, hold on, I have it in my notes. Coordination test against the coordination of the target. Okay. So just same, same thing, basically. <laughs> uh, nine. Um. What do I add to that? Nothing here. That is a moderate success. The target is dazzled for one page. Um, okay. He couldn't really get out of the way, essentially, so it's really just, you know, kind of shielded his eyes uh, a little bit, but is dazzled enough so that uh, he, he, you know, he cannot see anything now. Um, you that, will not hurt my friends anymore. That brings up Vion. Um... I'm going to, hmm, I'm going to cast, I'm sorry, it's just the game just ended. Sounds of Port Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I, uh, I'm trying to think of what the smartest thing to do is. 
you know what? Let's cast Binding. Okay. Uh, I might be totally wrong in this. Wait, you have to turn on Binding first, right? Yeah. Okay, give me a Binding roll. Well, uh, Big Magic or Little Magic? Uh, this is going to be... Uh, you're still flying, Benny, So, uh, and that's with Big Magic. You can drop me if you need to, because I, I won't take damage from him. Well, that's a good point, because also we don't care about leaving... The, well, now we know where the footprints are, so I'm going to cast uh, Big Magic here. Um, but I'm going to do it at a slightly lower level here, level 5, just to give myself a little boost. Okay. All right, so here we go. 8 plus roll. Uh, that comes up to an 11 to turn 11. on. 11. Um... Okay, that's on. Great. And then uh, to bind, it's, I would like to just like conjure like a magnet just to like, v- would I like keep this thing in place? Uh, at the very least, like I saw, uh, I would say like I saw like a, a piece of metal fly p- through us. So even if it's, I don't know what they're like made of. It's more like shell. Yeah. Like um, shell. Okay, well, uh, remind me, is this person in like human humanoid form or is it in like a ball form? Uh, the one that is behind you... It, it turned into a ball and rolled behind you. It is still a ball right now. Okay. Didn't I knock that one out? Yeah. That one's knocked out. Oh, that was right. Yeah, that was one yeah, you knocked yeah. out. I'm sorry. I, I got it wrong. Yeah. This is the dazzled one. No, it is mm-hmm. in humanoid form. And uh, it is, you know, sort of half half humanoid, half ball. It was trying to meld <laughs> itself into a ball and couldn't quite get itself together. Okay. It was puttyering about, you yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So this is six plus roll, but I'm casting at level five. Okay. All right, uh, what what are you? It's coordination okay. versus coordination test. Uh, oh, it's coordination versus coordination for binding? Yeah. Okay, well, in that case... Oh, coordination. What? Okay, <laughs> that's lower than casting it with magic. Uh, that's going to be a f- eight. Eight. Is coordination um, versus coordination? This is a binding projection attack out to an extended range that binds... Coordination test, yeah. Make a coordination test against the target's coordination. I think it's the same as a blast. You're essentially trying to, you know, see if you can hit it from a distance. I guess I'll do it. So you eight. Um, that is a failure. It has no effect. Yeah. Um, okay, you, great. You, you narrowly miss, and the binding material just kind of like hits the wall behind yeah. it. Um, that brings up uh, Cadrax. Um, but before you were able to attack Cadrax, that other scout that fell through the floor, kind of, you see its arms come up and it pulls itself up. And then you hear from behind you, is that them? Is that the monster that killed Hector? Who's here? <laughs> Benny, you turn and yeah. you see dawn she is a light with electricity and she's just like you bastards and she fires off this gigantic freaking lightning bolt at the one coming out of the hole in the floor you are all it is so bright you are all dazzled for a moment it hits the floor hits the alpha combine scout you see the alpha combine scout just you know just convulsed as electricity just surges through its body and it just like almost burns up right in front of your eyes. And the, the lightning bolt, it is all happening in like it's a fraction of a second. The lightning bolt hits the floor. Floor material flies everywhere. The ceiling caves in a bit. 
you all kind of fall to the ground as you see Dawn just electricity coursing through and she's like, ah! and she kind of screams and electricity just blasts off in all directions, lightning bolts firing everywhere. I stand in between her and my friends. Well, what I'm going to say is the ceiling kind of caves in before you can do anything. It kind of falls all over the place. And after a few seconds, everything goes quiet. Um, Is she okay? I I just want to get in front of her anyways, but yeah. None of you are knocked out, but you are all sort of, you know, as the ceiling kind of falls on top of you, you know, you're all sort of knocked down. As the smoke from, you know, this kind of explosion clears, you don't see Dawn anywhere. I start yelling for her. There is no answer. There is just the smoldering body of the Alpha Combine Scout that she shot melting in front of you on the floor. Where, where, where did she go? We have to find her. Did, uh, like, ceiling debris fall where she was standing? Um, give me an investigation roll. Oh, I'm bad at those. I'll run over. Man, I'll post cog. The six. Um, Six. Ulez, you're making nine. Beyond, uh, all right. Ulez, with your nine, you can see footprints on the floor that about where Dawn was standing. Beyond, you want to postcog him? I got a six. But it just well, it literally, it but it literally just happened. So yeah. this is as easy as a postcog gets. You just in your mind, as she finishes discharging all the electricity, you see her kind of like wipe tears from her eyes and turn around and just run the other okay. way. All right. Well, hey. Uh, Did you project that? Yeah, I, I broadcast it. Or broadcast sure. it, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Then I got I to gotta go running after her then. Benny, you go running outside. You don't see anything anywhere. I can't see any like little burnt footprints in the grass or anything. Nope. It's just empty. I yell for her, see if I can, if I can get her to respond at all. There is no answer. And I just stand there looking out into the dark. Just kind of drop my arms. Keep things moving. I'm going to say about at this point, the sun is coming up. Okay. And uh, I'll say the four of you go back to Golden Gardens to see if Don went back home or, you know, back to the others. They say she did not show up. Um. Anything else you want to do right now? Um, I want to leave uh, a note for her if she comes back for them to give to her. What does it say? Uh, it says, you don't have to do this alone with my phone number. <sighs> Signed, the lava lady. Oh. Parentheses, Benny. And you leave that with Haley. Know who says they will keep an eye out for her. 
I'm guessing uh, that little display probably fried the earpiece, so we probably can't, probably aren't going to be able to get in contact her with that. But oh, if it didn't, she is not responding. Yeah. Uh, and you are down an earpiece once again. Yeah. Um, Ula, is there any way you could track that? It's dead, probably not. Yeah. Hmm. Can, can I confirm that it's dead? Can I interface with my own earpiece? Give it a shot. Give me an interface yeah. roll. You, you know, kind of try and ping it through its system and it, it responds as if there is no additional earpiece, just three. No, it's definitely dead. Um, okay. However, uh, Vic, Veronica, there you are. Yeah. Um, we... We understand that there was a rather large contingent of uh, people with powers, and this is not the best place for your to live, really. Um, we don't know how to necessarily offer this, but if we could help take care of this community, we have a lot of people who'd be interested in helping. Uh, we could revitalize it. We could bring it back, although it would take a lot of money and, and, and effort and, and strength, but it is doable. Give me willpower. Yeah. We have community determination. Yes, we do. Okay, yeah, okay, hold on. community to use it for. Mm-hmm. Six mess with four. one of us, you mess with all of us, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you get? You got it. Ten, are you using determination or just... Oh! want to you should yes you ma- I'm, I'm, my own i say you mess with one of us you mess with all of us yeah oh you're, yeah. you're using your own okay oh uh, yeah okay um i worked hard to earn it this session and she says you know we don't trust very easily we're probably okay here for now you know i don't know who we would trust out there but we trust you. And she gives you a hug. Oh. Come back sometime and visit, okay? Okay, we will. We will ensure that you are cared for and protected. If you need to contact us, here, this is the number for my office. And she uh, takes the card and she we says... We have a lot of resources. We'll come back sometime and we'll talk plants. Yes. We would like to know, what is your favorite plant to observe dying? Oh, interesting. I'll have to think about that. Please. And, uh, and you say good night or good morning. And Les Vion, you head back to your apartment. Yep. Cadrax, you head home to catch Abigail. Um, and Benny, you arrive at your building in Warehouse City. And you stop at the mailboxes in the lobby and you open your mailbox and there is a postcard from Jerry Mink. Uh, it has an aerial picture of the Grand Canyon on the front and on the back it says, Dear Benny, work has brought me to Colorado. I saw this cool postcard at the airport and remembered you're into photography, so I thought you might enjoy it. Hope all is well in Port Ruby, Lieutenant Colonel Jerry Mink. I and think... Benny has that and just kind of holds it in front of her mailbox for a while. And I well, don't think she, de- I don't think she cries, but I think she gets a little misty. 
Yeah, you're standing there getting misty when a voice says, Hi, Benny. I turn around. <laughs> and behind you is Althea the Enlightenist, played by the late, great Betty White. And she says, I hope you don't mind. I, I, followed, you, uh, uh, I followed someone inside so I could wait here for you. So I'm guessing you know more than I thought you did. I don't know what I know, but uh, I do know you need this. And she holds out to you a small block of plain, unfinished, unpainted wood, like, 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 like the end of a two-by-four that was like hastily sawed off. Take it. Okay. You take the wood? Yeah. And then she says, good luck now. And she waves. And as she does, the crystal on your necklace starts to emit a blue glow. And the glow gets brighter and brighter and brighter. And before you even realize what's going on, it flashes so brightly that for a moment, all you can see is blue. And then... Bam! It's daytime, and you are in the sky, plunging through the clouds, which you see from above as if from a plane in flight. You are plummeting down to the earth. You scream, and the fire that is closest kept roars to life. You are tumbling too fast to see where you are going, and suddenly you crash into something and through something, and then you hit the ground, and something falls on top of you, and you are in so much pain you can't move. If it was not for the damage resistance you're magma gives you, you would be dead right now. And as the magma begins to subside into ordinary flame, you hear voices and then a muffled scream. And a moment later, whatever is on top of you is lifted off and a voice says, Benny? And with your last bit of strength, you focus your vision on the faces of your mother, Lola and Eileen. They're looking down on you, shocked. And above them, a hole in the roof of your family barn. And that is the last detail you remember seeing before you pass out. And we'll pick up there next week. Ooh. Yeah. Finally, some context for that lore drop. Yeah. It was me the whole time. Shit. It will have been, apparently. But like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> Man, I've been waiting to get that out. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for sticking with us. Um, uh, this was this was a great one. Uh, uh, this this was a great episode. Um, real quick, let's go around the table. Uh, tell the good people where they can find you. Starting with uh, Sam Delev. Uh, Sam Delev on Twitter at Tchaikovsky, C H A I K O V S K Y. Uh, my streaming schedules on my Twitch about page at Delevely, D E L E V E L Y. Omar Najam. Hey, everybody. I'm Omar Najam. You can find me at Omar Najam on Twitter. Uh, and also, last Friday, I got to be on an episode of Failed Save with our very good friend, Gina DeVivo, as well as many of our other very good friends. Uh, if you want to check that out, uh, I play a... What did I play? I played a Ken Kubard, uh named Schiffel, who all he wanted to do was work at uh, a fantasy Chili's. <laughs> uh, he doesn't get his wish. Um, <laughs> that's all right. Spoilers. No, 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 no. It's right in the beginning. Um, and and, uh, and that's pretty much it uh, for now, I believe. Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's, oh. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, B. Um, also, uh, uh, check out the Discord. 
uh, we've got poetry going up. Uh, everyone involved Ooh. is going to be throwing in some um, some different poems for everyone to read. Uh, B has promised one uh, uh, there's to be very abstract, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, and uh, also on Tuesdays, I want to say uh, we're going to start rolling out these villain uh, origin one shots. Um, so uh, on a on a weekly basis, so we got a lot going on in the Discord. So check that out. Anyway, I'm so sorry, B. Sorry about that. Yeah, That's Jake, if you can put the Discord yes. link in for people who are not part of the Discord yet. Yes, B Zelda. Get in on that. Hello. Uh, you know, I'm B. I sometimes play Ulaz. I sometimes do other stuff. If you're interested in the other stuff, give me a follow on Twitter. It's at B underscore Zelda. And the amazing Caitlin Berger. <laughs> Hi, I'm in shock. Um, no, I'm Caitlin. <laughs> you find me on Twitter at KKAMABR. And here on Sundays and uh, Twitch and TV slash Rule of War on Wednesdays. <laughs> Want it to be deep in thought for a while. <laughs> um, I'm Rick Bud. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at rbud913. I want to thank out, uh, sorry, I want to send out another thanks to uh, Nico DeRoyne Davidson, um, the culture carrier who uh, has been advising me on matters of indigenous culture. Um, and I want to uh, throw out a name check to um, the, the long, late, great um, Bass Reeves. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Bass Reeves. Um, the history of Virgil Wheeler that I read at the beginning of this game is inspired by uh, the real life figure Bass Reeves, who was uh, an old Western bounty hunter who some people think inspired the Lone Ranger. That may or may not be true, but it doesn't matter because this guy's real life is a thousand times more interesting and than any fictional character. Um, if you do not know about Bass Reeves, go to your local library or even just hit Wikipedia. It is just fascinating stuff. Um, and on that, the theater goes dark and we are in the home of Audrey Reeves. Um, by coincidence. Um, and and uh, we are in Baronsdale Heights in uh, the present day. Um, it is night and uh, we are in the bathroom and Audrey Reeves, played by Pam Greer, uh, fills a cup with water and pops a pill into her mouth and then takes a sip to wash it down. And she clutches her lower back and then walks out to the living room where she finds her son, Alton Reeves, played by Donald Glover, waiting for her. And she sits down on an easy chair in a corner and she says, take it from me, kid. Getting old is just about the worst thing short of not getting old. And Alton laughs and he's like, you ain't that old, ma. And she rubs her lower back and she's like, okay, where was I? And he says, the costume. And she takes another sip of water from her cup and she nods. She's like, right, right, the costume. Well... The last time I put that thing on, I swung myself into the middle of a standoff with a hundred crooked cops and I nearly got killed. I knew then and there I couldn't do it anymore. I mean, I feel like I could still do it, but my back disagrees. Anyway, I thought about getting rid of it, burning it in the furnace, throwing the equipment away, letting the one recede into Port Ruby's past again. I mean, the city has more powerful heroes now, people who are better suited to take on the more powerful villains that this place seems to attract. And I love those new heroes with all my heart. They're good people and they do a great job. Alton smirks and he's like, but... And Audrey takes a deep breath. But they've needed me on more than one occasion. And I think about that a lot. Our allies need allies. Other heroes are not. This city needs the one, and I need someone to take over for me. Alton raises his eyebrows. Mom, 
I'm an accountant. I can't fight or do detective work or any of the stuff you do. And she laughs and she's, I'm not talking about you, Alden. And suddenly he looks puzzled and he says, well, who are you talking about? And on that, we cut to black. Thanks for playing with us. Hey everyone, this is Sam Delette. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your review helps other fans find the show, which really helps us out too. And if you're looking for other ways to support PowerPlay, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG for news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else we do. Thank you.